The following episode of Fofop is classified MA. It contains some coarse language, some nudity, drug references, a sex scene, time travel, terrible Batman impersonations, a Charlie Clausen pronounced Clausen shaped hole, and mild coarse language. Fofop advises that the program is not suitable for persons under the age of 15, and minors must be accompanied by an adult guardian or priest. This is John Deke speaking. Everyone relax, this is Tofop. Ironically, I'm not relaxed. (laughs) Hello and welcome to Fofop, I'm Will Anderson and returning guest Charlie Clawson, Daniel Sloss is here. Hello Daniel. Hello. You're drinking a uh, coffee that I made you. I'm not really a big coffee maker, Mm -hmm. like I'm... When I well, you cannot tell by the coffee. I appreciate that. That's very nice of you to say. I um, have a coffee machine. I have the George Clooney advertised like Nespresso or whatever it is. You know, it's just like a basic sort of coffee machine. Yeah, it's the one where the, the little pods where you can make coffee that looks impressive, but all you did was literally put a little pod and something and press a button. Right. That's yeah. yeah and that's it's what, one of those things that makes you look far more impressive than you are. Right. Which, to be honest, I like to fill my house with. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whenever I'm cooking dinner for a girl, I'll cook stuff in a pan, and before she arrives, I'll then transfer it into uh, a baking tray and put, put it in the oven on a low heat and I'm like yeah it's been in the oven for a couple of hours yeah <laughs> no it's not I cooked it 10 minutes ago my god I once took scones from a bakery to a party and pretended <laughs> I made them myself <laughs> that's the worst one <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, Will, you made these? Yeah, yeah, all by myself. They're just so great. Yeah. And you even made a custom bag? Yeah, right. yeah, no, it's... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is a homemade baker's delight bag. I, I handcrafted yeah. the yeah. whole thing. Yeah, where, where did you get the Dunkin' Donuts bag from? Oh, it was just in the house. I was- know oh, I did, but I did transfer them into a different bag. But, like I... <laughs> <laughs> you asshole. <laughs> like I put them in something that looked like I'd made them myself. Nice, impressive. Okay, well, yeah. you know what? Like That is actually better than me making scones myself because if I'd made them you myself... people. They it would have been done. terrible. Yeah. This um, apartment block, it's almost against me cooking. I don't really cook a lot. Uh, people who listen to the podcast uh, know that uh, my first apartment I ever had by myself in Bondi in Sydney, I um, for two years, I had a friend come over and they were like, hey, can I use the oven? And then we realized I had not had the gas on for two years because the only thing in my apartment that had gas was the oven and I hadn't noticed. <laughs> two years. But then you didn't get gas bills, surely, or did you? No, I didn't. There you go. Well, I guess. Yeah. But I also had an oven that I wasn't using. Yeah. So, um, so I tried to cook something here the other day, and the fire alarms in this apartment block are too sensitive. Yeah. Like it's a new building, and they're still working out some kinks. Which is that part? And the, yeah, the, the one wanted to burn down, so it's set to toast. Right. Yeah. And so every time, like I had something in the oven cooking at the heat it was meant to be cooking at, and the alarm goes off, and it's piercing. Like it's you can't stay inside the building yeah. when the alarm Does is. Does everyone going else off. have to leave as well? Right, so this is an interesting thing. So the other night that happened and I just opened up all the doors and then after about three minutes or whatever, however long the alarm yeah. goes off, it, you know, it dies down, right? Like a normal smoke alarm. Yeah. So I'm standing out on the balcony with my fingers in my ears, but, you know, but yeah. I can get through it. Yeah. So then the other day, it's the middle of the day and I put like, you know, just like some pizza or something in the oven to like heat it up and I, I'm working in my office and then again, the alarm's going off and I'm like, how can it be going off? Like this is, <laughs> like there's not even any smoke. Like, you know, it's, it's heat triggering yeah. it. Like, what is going on? So, I'm sitting there. I've been working all day. I'm in my pajamas. I was telling you before that I've been, I'm writing it. You're writing. Moment. You're writing. So, 
when I'm writing, it really is just all day in the pajamas in front of yeah, the yeah, computer. Yeah, yeah, and, and uh, yeah, I do the exact same thing of when I've got a week off. You, I just all I wear is uh, don't wear socks for a week. It's just jammy bottoms, uh, tank top because I'm a loser. <laughs> uh, the reason I wear tank tops in the house, my female flatmate bought mm-hmm. She's like, you're such an arrogant asshole that even in the house you wear tank tops. I'm like, no, no, it's because. I, you, you sweat, and if, if I'm wearing a shirt, uh-huh. and then I sweat, and my shirt smells, and I want to be around my own smell. And no, just, you just want to be dripping your smell on yeah, things around your house. Me. I want to like marking my territory. Right, so like it, pheromones. Yeah, exactly. Like that what, shit you can buy in the toilets yeah, so when you're on a big night out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Rub it on your neck, get yeah. the latest the coming. The women I bring back come, they right. sit on my couch, my pheromones are released, yeah. and if they weren't wet before, right. Niagara Falls <laughs> suddenly hits. <laughs> <laughs> and then I have to sweat more to get their pheromones off the couch right. and it's all it's, I don't believe anything I mean it is re- <laughs> it is a really gross move that you do uh, it really is when somebody isn't wet enough I love that we've got to this so so early in this conversation and it's coming towards something we were talking about right. before the show we both made notes today I, I should point that out to the people at home we've both come with notebooks because we get so distracted on this podcast that we've both got notebooks today so um, it is a disgusting move that you do yeah. but I like it Thank when you. if they're not wet enough uh, when you just like uh, dab under your armpit and then use that on their neck like like a really perfume salesman and duty free just going would you like to take a just you know like the free samples you get in magazines sometimes and the girls rub it on their neck right so uh, you have your own little cards i do (laughs) you can just like sweat it on there it's got your details you want to fuck me I do actually my my actual card because I did my major was like you need cards. I'm like I've never handed out a card. Uh-huh. So you number. do have cards here, yeah? Yeah. All it says I don't have any on me because basically I realised they were they're just roach. I ordered a thousand yep. f- things and most of them have been used for roaches and yep. joints. So essentially you ordered a bunch of cards, probably from some cheap manufacturer who makes poison ink yep. and you're slowly killing yourself. Yep. So instead but of- But I'm smoking tobacco and weed. Like I, the inks isn't the worst thing in the joint. Right. I like to think it is. <laughs> <laughs> I have that stupid arrogance of like, I don't, um, I don't really smoke cigarettes. I, I do when I'm in LA. I, uh-huh. It's just something I do. But back home, I don't smoke cigarettes. Haven't for years. But there's obviously tobacco and joints. But I will smoke a joint beside mm. someone smoking a cigarette, and I'll go, you know that'll kill you, right. right? And they're like, you're smoking a joint. I'm like, yeah, but weed magically cancels out tobacco. Well, I think it just chills the cancer out. Yeah, it does. You know, just like the cancers. <laughs> the cancers like, like I don't want to kill you, man. You're cool. We're brothers, man. I live inside you. <laughs> this is if fine. you die, I die. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Why would I kill you? You're the thing that I live on. Oh, yes. oh my god, is this like a parallel for global oh, warming? Yeah, it is, man. It is. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We should write this shit down. <laughs> you know, we should. So deep. And the next right. day he forgets and still decides to kill me. Exactly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I agree with you though because I'm the yeah. same. I don't smoke cigarettes, but I, you know, I yeah. will yeah. mix. And I, and it is one of those things where I'm like, I, I, the weed's like the Aussie going to war with the Americans. Yeah, like you think, well, no, 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 we're going for good reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we're go. just there to help out. We want ISIS to. I mean, they yeah. should. They maybe they are a threat. We're Aussies. Yeah, fuck it. Let's join in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the tobacco but, is the Americans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is actually killing you. Yeah. <laughs> Reaping destruction yeah. everywhere it goes. My uh, business cards, but they just say all they say on them is it's just a giant LOL on one side, uh-huh. and then another just says Daniel Sloss, massive cock. <laughs> <laughs> and the question is always, uh, is do you have a massive has? cock? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, that's I, the mystery. I do have. That's how you get cock. people intrigued. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, was speaking to your mum online the other day. Oh God. <laughs> 
My mum is, uh, just for people who don't, my mum is v- very present on uh, Twitter. She's a very proud mother, but she's also, my mum is hysterically funny. She's very funny. She's a very, very funny woman. She's very dark. She's very quick-witted. And uh, she won't mind me saying this, a bitch. Some of the times. <laughs> like, she's, she'll just text me at the blue, like, random abuse. Best, best joke she's ever told me was this. I'll, I'll get you with it, right? Um... It's a it's a three part joke. Don't try to guess any of the punchlines. But okay. Here's the joke. Okay. Right. So, what's blue and smells like red paint? Uh, I don't know. Blue paint. Why did the duck cross the road? I don't know. To visit the cunt. Knock knock. Who's there? The duck. <laughs> <laughs> she told that joke to me, and I'm like, that is amazing. <laughs> that is such a good. It's not hers, obviously, but. <laughs> Oh, that's great. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, we were conversing online because she uh, made some comments about the last podcast that yeah. we did. And uh, again, like you said, she was being bitchy. <laughs> I got <laughs> trolled by your mum. Oh, totally. <laughs> she'll get involved and she'll just, she'll, yeah, she'll just chip in and be like, you should have said that, da, 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 or then do an undercutting comment about something that you said. Well, you were getting naked uh, all over the internet last week. I was. Explain I, to, oh, that, okay. No, no, like, we can talk about, yep. talk about that now. Um, so I got naked on Twitter-ish. Because uh, of the scandal, the Jennifer Lawrence, everyone's naked photos being leaked online, and uh, which is which is horrible. The fact that just that everything was just shit. Like you shouldn't do that. Uh, and people were coming out and being like, "Oh my god, I can't." Not a lot of people. Most people were the nice people. Like that's disgusting. That's not okay. Let's not. Don't look at the photos. Let's not support. Right. It. And just you know, yeah. on that, while we're talking about that, I think that is an interesting. Mm. Like even in my own head. That is an interesting thing that has changed, I think, in maybe the last five years. When you think we don't... I mean, I I talk about this quite a lot, which is this idea that technology moves faster than our capacity to understand technology, right? And so what we're doing a lot of the time is playing catch-up. You know, so now we're morally having a position on... Like, for years, like, nude photos have been leaked. And And I'm not going to... And also, I'm not going to lie, I've looked at some of those nude yeah. photos. Well, that, that was my my thing of like, because uh, I did this thing and I'm very into science. I am totally against it, but I did look at the photos. I did, of, co- of course, because I'm, I'm disgusting and the curiosity got the better of me. But I really think that looking at the nude photos of uh, all these celebrities is the, the new, you remember when presidents were asked if they smoked marijuana and they were like, yep. yes, but I didn't inhale. The new version is, yes, I saw the photos, but I didn't masturbate. Right. <laughs> <laughs> And that's my thing. I looked at them, right. just, but I didn't. I didn't act on anything. I looked and I went, "This isn't okay that I'm looking at these." Right. It these was were in- not intended for me. Yeah, and that was an interesting thing for me because. I think my mindset has changed it a little bit. In the old days, I did before I understood properly. And this is why I always argue that when somebody's saying something online, particularly when it comes to the feminist stuff online that some men yeah. seem to react to so badly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, we are equal. Yeah, you're a moron. Just listen. Just yeah. listen to what they're saying. And then maybe you can, maybe you won't change. Yeah. But I just think I've listened better. Like yeah. and I've listened to people going, "This is why you shouldn't be looking at that." And I thought, you know what? You're right. You're right. It's that, listening. It's I, exactly just. It's realizing that you're wrong most of the time. Right. That's that's why. I or it. but isn't it nice to get better? Yeah. That's the thing that I don't understand. I'm improving as a human being every day by going. I was so wrong about this. I was so. We talked about this last time. Like jokes that I've done years ago, I'm now embarrassed about because I've realized now that where they came from. Even though I thought I was doing saying the right thing, what I said wasn't okay. Right, yeah. and 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 I find it really interesting this idea that people 
just want to live in a cave. Like they yeah. want to live in this idea. The, the, to me, it's the broccoli and the teeth thing, or the you know, like mm. if you've got some shit in your teeth, it's embarrassing to have shit yeah, in your yeah, teeth. Yeah, yeah. Nobody wants to have shit in your teeth. Yeah. And that moment when somebody's like, "Oh, you've got shit in your teeth," You're and like, you, you and you realize, "Oh my god, I ate that shit!" Like you know, too. That's embarrassing. Yeah. But I'd rather it be like half an hour afterwards or two hours yeah. afterwards, as opposed or to four days. As, uh, yeah, yeah. Or you, I've been walking around living. with like broccoli in my teeth and shit out of my nose for like four days, and you haven't told me yeah. so that I could do something about it. Now I've corrected and I'm back to being normal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the reason I got so my whole stance and thing was very uh, just massive coincidence. <clears throat> my female flatmate Jean, uh, best friend in the whole world, um, we she's the only girl in our group of guy friends. Um, uh-huh. So we the guy friend, and she always gets annoyed at us because we're all disgusting and we make jokes and she's slowly losing faith in men as she hangs out with us more. But we thought it'd be funny if for her birthday we all did a nude calendar for mm. her. So we did. Sure. We, and it, she laughed her ass off because it's just all of us doing stupid things like working out and outside. So um, we... Uh, so, so when the new photos were leaked, I was, I was like, the way to stand up to this is, I, I don't want anyone to ever, I didn't want anyone to see those photos of the naked calendar. It was just for Jean. Right. It was a joke. It was it a was private a j- joke. Yeah. yeah. But the, my point was, look, I didn't want you to see the photos. They're very embarrassing. I'm, I find them funny, but because they were a personal joke. So I just started putting them online with comments like, you know, never violate people's privacy. So we started leaking, I started leaking my own photos in two ways. Just one, this is before anyone else leaks it. And two, there's nothing wrong with nude photos for people you trust. Right. There's, there's nothing, this into, the whole thing at the moment. That's the thing that shits me, like about that argument. Yeah, it's is like, that how could she? Like, she, it wasn't meant for you. That was a, pro- there's nothing wrong with her taking any, so not her. We're all here. Like, yeah. literally, we are all here on this planet. Yeah. Apart from those, like, religions that, that like, Okay, well, no, those yeah, who are dead, yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. But I was going to say those religions where people have sex through a sheet and stuff. Like, mm. and, you know, whatever, if that's what you're doing. Yeah. You want to have a threesome with a ghost, I'm fine with that. I don't mind. Or yeah. a clan member, I'm not sure what it is. I've had countless threesomes with ghosts, probably. But mostly we're all here because yeah. somebody had the bravery to get naked in front of another person, person and that other person was into that, right? So that we live in a world now where technology allows people to, like, do that to, yeah. to people they trust. I just, I can't... I can't imagine that we should shame people for doing that. No, but the person that should be shamed is the the thing I said, which was there's no shame in posting, uh, there's no shame in uh, naked photos for someone you trust. There is shame in violating that trust or hacking those photos which weren't intended for you. Because that's the problem. It was, Lena Dunham came up uh, amazing. She had a very brilliant tweet, which is, uh, oh, you know, if you didn't, Want to, if you didn't want naked photos to be leaked, you shouldn't have taken naked photos in the first place, is the new, oh, of course she got raped, look at what she was wearing. Yeah. And that's ex- it's exactly that. Like, oh, if you didn't want this, you shouldn't have done it. You go, that's not how the world works. It's victim blaming. Yeah, it's, it's victim blaming. If you blaming. did not want to get robbed, you shouldn't, shouldn't have, have had, had nice things. stuff. Yeah, it's such a paper-thin argument that, uh, that comes into so many parts, but people just go, but because the argument's been around so long and no one's questioned it, like we were just saying that we do question things now that we get proven wrong, not enough people who said that have had people around them going, no, that's your argument's entirely wrong. Right. And that's why those people are still assholes. And also, but by the way, like uh, we're, we're almost getting to a point yeah. where it's going to be weirder if there isn't nude photos of you on yeah. the internet. Like, oh, what? What you? You're ashamed of your body. You don't love the person you're with. You don't want to be like say. Do you, but genuine question: You ever taken nude photos? No, no, I've I'm never. ashamed of my body. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I know. I I know. There's a thing like and. 
I, I get this about yeah. me. Like, I get that my physicality yeah. is not what I'm leading with. It's not my number one strength, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. I have the hips of an 80-year-old woman. Yeah. Like, I've never been in great shape. Like, my body doesn't quite, like, look right naked. Like, you know, I'm... I'm, I'm, I'm not going to advertise... That's not what I'm advertising right. with. I'm, not, I'm weirdly... McDonald's don't advertise with how the burgers are made. <laughs> right. I'm weirdly not hairy on my chest, but, like, have quite really hairy legs. My like, arse is the... Like, there's nothing there. Right. in my chest. Uh-huh. My, all the hair on my body went, dude. Let's go to his asshole. Right, and it's just, yeah, it's not, it's not okay. It's, yeah, so there's like, I mean, I, you know, that's not gonna ever, like, I, people have enjoyed me being naked like over the years <laughs> yeah. but normally they've already bought in yeah but it's live like, they it's see, not the dvd yeah, it's live they see they're already committed at the point <laughs> yeah, of naked yeah, you know yeah. there's they've passed the point of no return once it's out they're like yeah. I, i'm already invested i'm already in, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah i've got here already yeah i never I've, I've never taken a naked photo i because not for that reason but i also just go because and this might this might be wrong i'll ask your opinion i think it's widely agreed that women are just more beautiful in every way than men and that's why you get um girls girls will freely admit like they'll look at a girl and they're like she's gorgeous she's beautiful she's mm-hmm. this and originally people say oh is, is it because men are more scared about uh sort of being coming across as homosexual or slightly camp i'll say a man's beautiful i'll be like he's very attractive but i'm never looking at his body going his body's attractive whereas women will look at women's bodies and be like she's in great shape or those are great and that and i think it is because it's not anything to do with homophobia or anything. I think it's just that women are more beautiful. Of course they're nicer to look at. There's only... Well, here's the thing. Maybe I have a type. Okay. Like maybe I have a male body type. Because I was about to say to you that I agree with you. Because I think the male body shape that people like try to get, yeah. I don't find pleasing to my eye. Yeah, it's, but yeah. there is a certain... Like, I mean, kind of like a, like almost like a swimmer's body or like someone who's just like in good shape. Nick. Yeah. Someone who's taking care of themselves. You can go, oh yeah. I mean, you know, maybe even like as far as like Brad Pitt in Fight Club. Like I look at Brad Pitt in Fight Club and go, yeah, I mean, that is. Yeah. But the thing is. I'd like to touch that just to see what it feels like. (laughs) Just to get, just to get his pheromones to rub on my cards. So more women fuck me. And he's imaginary. So that's not even gay. Yeah. But it's, if I fuck the figment of somebody else's imagination, yeah, yeah, then... Yeah. The thing is, that I, do, I reckon... Um, I, don't, I don't know what's happened so far with this joke, but I reckon J-Law, Jennifer Lawrence, uh-huh. when she does come out with her public statement, she's going to kill. She's going to be... like every, Most people are on her side, and right. she's just... She's so amazing in every way. Yeah, people yeah. love her. Yeah, and because she's funny, and she's honest, and she's just... she's There's no bullshit around her. She's just who she is. So when she... When, I'm calling it now. When she comes out and reacts to this publicly, it's going to be amazing, and people are going to love her. I uh, think that something really interesting about it, because I saw some of the Jennifer Lawrence photos, because I was on Twitter mm. literally when it broke. Yeah. So... They were just in your feed, yeah, like yeah, you yeah. could before it all got pulled down. Yeah. There was like a half an hour if you were on Twitter. Yeah, yeah that's that's you, I saw. You didn't have to look them up. Yeah, it they was were, like they were, that's why I, I didn't go, I didn't Google the images. I didn't go and no. put, but if you post a naked photo through my door, I, I, I'm I'm on. I'm, and also with Jennifer Lawrence, I just it was that thing of like you are. I she's beautiful. And I mean, I, she's I've loved her for ages. Yeah, sure. So when you put it right in front of me, right. it's very difficult to do the right thing, which right. is, no, this isn't intended for me. And that's under the circumstances in which I did see them. Right. No, no, no. And uh, it, it, same with me. And I didn't do like, uh, like you said, 
there was a, apparently a range of other photos of other people and that, you yeah, can Google I, those. I, that's what I you, have no idea. Yeah, like literally all I saw, I saw on Twitter yeah. in that moment, I didn't look it up. It was, I mean, I know that sounds like a lot of justification, but that's just genuinely what happened. Yeah. The only reason I mention it is because I think even the photos themselves do nothing to because they're just they're dorky yeah like, they're, but they're also kind of fun and yeah. innocent and, and we shouldn't be seeing them like no, you know it's, it's a complete invasion of her privacy yep. but taking the fact that people have seen them and we're now t- talking about the idea of do we think it will be harmful to her no, in any she way looks amazing not and, in any way yeah she's she looks amazing and it's that thing of where it's not and and I think that genuinely everyone feels like she's the victim of and, and, this and crime. Also, you know. just clarify, not just her, all the women involved. We're only seeing Jennifer Lawrence because those are the only ones we, we yeah, see. That we're part of the crime of. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we're like, we were just in a situation. I mean, we saw it. Yeah, I got oh, hard, but I didn't I, touch it. Now I have to testify <laughs> because I... So, hang yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, that is... It, it, but it is interesting to me even in the way that my attitudes to those sort of things have changed. And I do have different attitudes. I mean, the thing is also, like, honestly, dudes, if you want to see naked, like, pictures of people... Be the, nice to a person. Right. Get them to fuck you lots, get a relationship, and believe me, they'll give you naked photos. Or, like, there's porn everywhere yeah. on the internet. There's porn on the internet? A third of it. What? A third of the internet Where? is porn. www.porn.com Just Google any topic. <laughs> Like, you don't need to. Me and my friends had a game of that, which is a very fun game you can play at home, which is, it's rule, I can't remember, people are going to scream, there's a rule 32 of the internet, which right. is, if it exists, there is a porn of uh-huh. it. Rule 47, maybe, I don't know the number. But me and my friends have a game where we just went, we go on Google, and we just like, type in the dumbest thing you can think, and we'll see if we can have porn. We found E.T. porn, we found Smurf porn, which wasn't the cartoon Smurf porn, uh-huh. it was, and please do Google this, this is uh-huh. very funny. Sure. It's just three guys up in blue, and then yeah. a girl who's also painted blue, and they're having sex, but it's really weird because then all the paint, when the bodily fluids start flowing, uh-huh. some of the paint starts rubbing off, and you can see the white skin underneath. But then the end scene is just three guys. This is horrible. I shouldn't be talking about this. No, no, um, of course you should. The three guys jerking off, yep. uh, about to be on her. But the ca- instead of looking at her, the camera pans up to all of their faces with the blue faces and white hats, and they all start whistling the thir- Smurf theme tune. Now, do they do, do they in the do they use language like the Smurfs in the thing? Like it's like is it like Smurf my brain? Out, you know, like <laughs> smurf all over my tits. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, I want to smurf. Oh, Papa Smurf, call me Papa. Call me Papa. <laughs> Who's your Papa Smurf? Who's your Papa Smurf? <laughs> Come on, just. I know it's just a fantasy, but just pretend you're Gargamel. Yeah. God, I was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna be like, why don't you Gargamel my balls? Oh, <laughs> that's even better. I like it. I like that. I don't remember. It was so long ago and uh, so difficult to masturbate to that I. No, it wasn't. It was genuinely this. That that's interesting. And what was the first one? ET. Now, is there finger? Like, is it a lot of fingering in the ET one? So it's like a full ET costume. It's, uh-huh. I'll show you after. It's mind blowing. But there is one bit at the end where, like, I think the guy comes. It's a threesome, and one of the girls is dressed up as ET, uh-huh. and the guy's fucking the other girl, and he fucks ET. Let's uh, hope the other one isn't Elliot, by the way, because she was like a child. <laughs> like, I'm fine. With, <laughs> I'm fine with the <laughs> the alien. But. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, not the child star, but the yeah. There's one point where this common ET does kind of reach her finger out and poke it and put it in the mouth, and and that was a question when I was watching it, not masturbating because it was with my friends. Or thing was, is ET a boy? I mean, I guess. Is he? Well, I mean, he's an extraterrestrial. So therefore, so they, they might, might not have, have genders. Yeah, so they yeah. might be. So that's why we were going, it's where right. the E.T.'s a girl. And we all went, oh, maybe E.T. is a girl. 
Maybe it's like God. Right. Like, because it's not real. He might have like a, a cloaca, like a, mo- a multifunctional a multi- yeah, like, hole. Yeah, like, like, yeah. Isn't there, there are animals with more than... Oh yeah, that's yeah, that's right. Yeah, and and that uh, both sex or can be both sex yeah, and yeah, yeah. And yeah science. Thanks for coming back are, to the yeah. ducks, which are assholes. <laughs> oh, they're, yeah, they've got a, you know they've got a fucking thing on their dick, like a piercing. So ducks rape like all the time. That's yeah. uh, and but they've got a spike on their dicks when they fucking get. In just a, by the way, I, I I just can't stop thinking about this because I need to hear about your story. But I just need to think because I, I guess you said ducks, and because we were talking about porn parodies, yeah. all I was like, there should be a porn parody of the Mighty Ducks. I guarantee it's the oh, I, that's yeah, the I Mighty Fucks. That'd be <laughs> <laughs> or the Shitey Fucks if it's an oh, anal one. <laughs> if it's an anal one. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, tell me about uh, duck rapists. They just have a, like a th- fucking needle thing on their dick where they uh, inside a woman, so the woman can't get out. So they're oh yeah, attached. right. You hook them and, in like yeah. a trailer or something. Yeah, like a trailer. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, that's what it yeah. is, right? Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. So ducks are assholes. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know if they're. Do you know what I mean like they're made that way? Yeah, they're like they've evolved that way. Yeah. It's not like the duck have got the. The yeah. hook installed, you know. Yeah, yeah it was like, just the the in history the duck that had a slight yeah. piercing in its dick got laid more, and then that DNA come. And if you understand how evolution works, right? Yeah. So, or God, <laughs> I mean, or I, God just hates female ducks. <laughs> really hates them. Really, <laughs> really fucking thinks they're assholes. She's like, yeah, yeah, they had it coming. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good. Well, yeah. I mean, if there is a god, he is an arsehole, but there isn't a god, so don't worry about it. Okay. Well, that's good. Uh, so, tell, uh, what else did you have on your list? Okay. Uh, list I got two. I got three more things. Uh-huh. Uh, first one is I've been on this is my third time on the show. Uh, yes. In very short sure. period of time. What does Tulfop stand for? Okay. Now, because <laughs> I've, I've been getting so many lovely comments from mm-hmm. people uh, constantly all the time. People loved it, loved it, loved it, loved it. And they always hashtag Tulfop. Right. And I just suddenly realized. I don't know what that stands for. Okay, so they know. So yeah, yeah. they've heard this before. But there might be new people listening yeah. to the podcast today. This might be the first episode yeah, that, they that listen to. people have come into. So I can explain it. And there's some really diehard fans at home going, guys, he shouldn't be on the show if he doesn't know the name of it. No, no, no. I think it's good every now and again. Yeah. Because even sometimes like people who listen to the show are like, what is the fucking name of the yeah, show? Yeah. Like, So anyway, originally when Charlie and I started the podcast, yeah. uh, it was called Tofop. Because uh, we were just ca- trying to come up. We never imagined I'd still be doing it. Yeah. Let yeah. alone it would be another thing. Yeah. Let alone it would be a thing that people would have to hashtag. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We were literally just two guys. Who we thought, did a thing and then it got good. Right. Yeah. I don't know if it ever got good. <laughs> <laughs> it's really offensive being the third time on my show. You're like, it's never been good. But I've done it twice. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no. It's been good enough. And <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> uh, so basically um, We were just trying to come up with Like we had no agenda For what the show was going to yeah. be So we were just trying to come up With like some name That didn't really yeah. mean anything And so we had a list Like we had quite a big list of names And But I've always been obsessed With Russell Crowe Like okay. I'm obsessed with Russell yeah. Crowe There are so many things about Russell Crowe That I find I, I can't honestly tell you Whether I like him Or despise him I okay. think it's both yeah. in like various measures. Sometimes I, there's been times in my life I b- believed he was the greatest actor on the planet. Like yeah, there was a couple of performances in Bloody a row, yeah, The Insider. Like there was around that time he was doing just so much mm. like really great work. 
Um, he's but, done. A, I know a lot of people who know him who think he's a cool guy, and he's done a lot to support other. But, but there's also some elements of him and his life that just. I'm sorry, I don't know that much about him. What's he? Okay, so I'm going to run you through some of them. Okay. My favorites. Well, do you know about his music career? No, because this is the most important. Is this one. like Marky Mark's music career? So. Yes. <laughs> but Just e- him and a vest But laughing. even more embarrassing. Really? So, uh, Russell Crowe, uh, Oscar winner Russell Crowe, one of the greatest actors of our generation, Russell Crowe, started out in New Zealand as a musician uh, called Russ LaRock <laughs> with a Q. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm in. I already have. That's it. Right. That does, I, I could watch Gladiator twice to this afternoon. I still, that's unforgivable. So, then when, he, when he became uh, Russ LaRock, and then when he became a, um, a major movie star and he thought, I can cash in on this. And then he's gone a bit, you know, Ke- Keanu Reeves' dog star and, you know, mm. thought, I can have a band or, you know, Jared Leto, 30 Seconds to Mars. Yeah. And so uh, he has formed a band called, and again, this is why I love Russell Crowe. Okay, we're back to he doesn't have some. He doesn't have some, like, you know, stupid sort of Russell Crowe and the Basics or Russell yeah. Crowe and the Gladiators. No, the name of his band are called... 30 odd foot of grunts the worst name really in the history of bands 30 odd foot of grunts no, for the, i don't know if the americans know the term 30 odd is i thought oh wait 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 oh i'm not confused 30 odd 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 ah see because in scotland there's a term this is for the one scottish listener uh, my mum uh, 30, 30 odd <laughs> is a way of saying um ish ish yeah like yeah. oh how many how many cigarettes do you want i'll oh, just 20 yeah. odd uh, so what are, like so when you thirty odd, I was like, that's a big fucking band, right? <laughs> <laughs> just, just him and thirty seven guys grunting. No, but I imagine like it. That's still it's kind of a play on that because it's thirty odd foot, you know. Yeah, so I think it's mean. kind of a double play. Okay. Like maybe it's an odd versus odd. I don't understand this name. I this is part doesn't. of my fascination yeah. of grunts. Again, just makes no sense. Yeah. So they were known as Tofog, T O F O G, Tofog. And uh, they had Tofog t-shirts and merchandise. Then Russell Crowe started a new band, got rid of Tofog. Wasn't doing great? He still had these other, well, got rid of the band members. And he still had all the t-shirts, you know, the merchandise, the Tofog merchandise. So you know what he called his new band? The Ordinary Fear of God. (laughs) Tofog. You're a millionaire. You can afford to print new t-shirts. What are you doing? The two worst names in the history of bands. 30 Odd Foot of Grunts and The Ordinary ordinary Fear fear of God. Normally, the second album is worse than the first one. So he's done it. Right. He made sure that the second Second band name was worse than the... So, I am fascinated by that. So, we decided 30 Odd Foot of Pods, you know, like Tofop, that'd be... The Ordinary Fear of... Right. Pod, yeah, cast. whatever. So that's that's where that name came yeah. from. It, if I'd known now, that well, yeah, if, I, if I'd known then that I was still going to be doing it now, yeah, yeah. I may have come up with a name that was a little less confusing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, people are just going, is it Tufop? Right. Tufop? Tufop? I like everybody else's podcast kind of like the name normally at least describes something of what the podcast yeah, is. Holmes, you made it weird. Yep. Uh, the nerd. Mark Maron, what the fuck? You know, yeah, they all yeah. kind of, you're like, okay, yeah, I get a vibe of this. I don't understand what this is. <laughs> so then Charlie left the podcast at, at the time. No, he's back now. So oh, that's okay. good. Oh, but sorry. At the, at the time, um, we were going to give up the podcast. Yeah. Like, you know, it was over. You know, that was fine. Yeah. And But people seem to enjoy it and want some version of it to keep going. 
So at the time, we'd been talking a lot about the TV show Fringe. Have you ever seen the TV show Fringe? Uh, heard of, not seen. It's a JJ Abrams thing. It's like one of those like uh, pseudoscience procedurals. Yeah. And it's like multi, it's a multi-universe show. So basically, there was this girl, Olivia, and in the other multi-universe that they've been able to get through, she was like the same girl, but they called her faux Olivia. Like, you know, so yeah. we decided that the podcast would go into this, like, it was like a quantum mechanics thing. Yeah. Like, the, at the point where Charlie left, that two streams kind of went. One was like the Tofop stream that kept yeah. going, and one was like the Fofop world where people would be the guest Charlie while he was okay. on. So that's why it's called Fofop. Now, people then go, well, what does FOFOP stand for? Is it like FO as in like, because it's F-O, are you, mm. is that a play on F-A-U? Friends of X? Friends on Podcasts? Right. And some people are like, well, Charlie's not there anymore, so it's 15 odd for the pod. Okay, right? good. Which good. is much more clever than anything I'd thought yep, of. Yep. So now I claim that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you also claim that you made it up. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Except when I say it on the podcast yeah. like this. So that's what it means. Okay. okay. Yeah. Do you have any fascinations with... Uh, is there anyone that you're like weirdly obsessed with or like um yeah i mean but in the negative way like i'm obs- i i need to stop doing it i hate people i've never met and follow them on twitter just like who to, uh pierce morgan I, oh yeah okay yeah um and i the weird thing is i agree with pierce morgan a lot of stuff like his he's very got firm stance on um on uh, gun control which i totally agree with but he's just a piece of shit and you know right. he's a journalist who in the past has been proven of being a piece of shit and phone hacking he was sort of he was oh yeah 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 so he's, he's i mean a, he's never really been truly held to account for the things no that no, no. he, did he is that. a piece of shit yeah. but i so i follow him even though i shouldn't but i just every tweet every i'm like i fucking hate so and just for the record like we are outraged about this fucking kid hacker yeah. who stole all these photos as we should be yeah but we should be more outraged about major media organizations hacking grieving parents phones right. for information about their dead children yeah which he did and i love that people are like you know this is rupert murdoch the man who you know could have been the biggest media owner here in america recently he launched a bid for i think it was for time Warner cable mm. or one of the big and it would have made him the biggest american he's the man and Americans don't realise this well I mean I think a lot of Americans do realise this but he's the man who helped ruined ruin America yeah like that Fox News model has helped ruin news help ruin politics yeah. help ruin people's lives just so that he can make a few bucks that Fleet Street model again that's yeah. what he did to Britain he went to Britain and he invented that you know gotcha Fleet Street oh tab- yeah the tabloid, tabloid. The circle of shame yeah everything yeah. like he went there and ruined that yeah. like this one guy who started out in fucking Adelaide in Australia yeah. has just gone on to ruin so many fucking things right yeah. and so um and again, never been held to account in the way that yeah, he should yeah, be. Yeah, and totally should. Like, he should be in jail forever. Right. This kid, like, who's hacked these photos is in it's fear for get, his life. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's probably going to go to fucking prison or something. Yeah, for way longer than the people who deserve to be in jail will ever go to jail for. Right. Yeah. It, it is yeah. fucking yeah. insane. Like, what we... Like, and in Australia, they tried to do the argument. They were like, well, that was, uh, that was news in, you know, in the UK. Like, you know, we don't have any problems here in, with news, you know, in Australia. And you're like, they're the same company. Yeah, they're, yeah, well, so they're not the same company you know that's just australia and that's britain and i'm like uh yeah that's like saying um if mcdonald's in france were using horse meat yeah. that we wouldn't want to fucking check if our burgers didn't have horse yeah. meat like, in them no, as no, well it's entirely different no it's the, it's the same organization yeah. right yeah so pierce morgan's one who i just okay uh same with donald trump uh i just i find him funny to follow into her because he's just he's got no idea that he's the butt of every joke that's ever happened like he's like i'm gonna be president in 2018 it's yeah. like dude no he retweets praise which i imagine in his timeline is very hard to find that's just a guy who's got an entire <laughs> collection of 
needles from haystacks <laughs> and none of the hay. Like, in order to find a compliment in Donald Trump's fucking Twitter feed must take hours. That's an entire team of people digging for gold because the man is a piece of shit who, this is a horrible thing to say, I really hope bad things happen to. Right. And uh, the other one. Well, uh, he's probably got, like, it's probably a challenge on The Apprentice. Oh, yeah. That's like, probably what it is. one nice thing said about Donald Trump. Uh, I guess someone said that his hair is not that shit or that Trump Towers was kind of nice to look at for a bit. No, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a monster. And the other one is, uh, and I feel bad because it's a kind of a kid. Um, fucking Will Smith. Oh, Jaden Smith. I no, 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 no. It's, it's okay. Kid. You're allowed to... Um, you're allowed to talk about Jaden Smith because Jaden Smith, we've talked about a lot yeah. on this podcast. I just, I'm for me, obs- we're obsessed by his tweets. I, I, he just blows my mind because he, to me, Will Smith is amazing and I love everything about him. And he was arguably for a while. I was like, there's nothing wrong with you. You're like the perfect man. You're nice. You're talented. You right. sing. And then, I'd met then him. he made a baby. And I was yeah. like, oh, that's your fault. Your balls are shit. Right. You make shit children. That's your flaw. Because it, it is one of those things. Because I've met Will Smith a few times, just like through you know when he was on press junkets and mm. stuff like that. And I was like with you, even if I wasn't one, there was some things that I wasn't necessarily a fan of. The most charming, lovely, lovely, oh. amazing, charismatic, and you kind of like you always would hear good stories and yeah, that sort of thing. I imagine he's just the most generous, friendly, nice, sincere man that's ever existed. Right, and his dick made the worst thing possible. I mean, it's so. It's, it's very much your spoiled children, I think. Yeah. I think it's like one of you those know, well, things have, where... You know they have a third kid that no one knows about? Right. They've got three kids. There's the there's the, <laughs> fifth, the, what, the 13-year-old girl one. I don't know how old she is now. Yeah, the shaky hair. Yeah, uh, who claimed to be bisexual at the age of 12, which was interesting. Uh, there's some interesting sexual things going on in that family. Mm. Like, there's been a, there's a couple of things. Because like, they have... Well, I mean, who fucking knows what they have? Yeah. But if you believe anything that you read, which you probably shouldn't, don't do it because most of it is fucking ridiculous, made up shit. Yeah. But it does seem to be that they have some sort of open relationship or some agreement okay. or some sort of like. We're talking about Will Smith and his wife, not the kids, obviously. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you can see other parents, right? But as long as, but I think know... they've been raised in a very sort of like free love, sort yeah. of weird environment. So I'm, I'm looking up something. That's a, I just got my computer out. Okay. Um. So you know what? I'm going to pause. Okay. So we've had a break. Yep. Uh, Are we going to go? Just, just I we talked about it, and I just wanted to come in and clarify about the Jaden Smith thing. I fully understand that my hatred of him should have nothing to do with him. Right. I shouldn't hate him. I've never met him. I am literally reacting to one outlet, which he's free to do whatever he wants. I choose to follow. I choose to read his tweets, and they anger me. And that should not be his problem under any circumstance. It's my problem because I'm an angry moron. Right. So here's the thing that I will add to that. I don't think there's any problem with that. Mm. Here's what I think there is a problem with. Don't tell him. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the key. If you don't like what I do, and I say this to people, if you don't like what I do, that's fine. That makes sense to me. Yep. Sometimes I'll be people go, I hate your stand-up. I'm like, yeah, okay, I can see okay. why you would. Yeah. But you, please don't tell me. If I was you, I'd probably hate me. Yeah, yeah. I, I am me and I fucking hate me. Yeah. I'm this is why I do this. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I go on stage and reveal horrible stories about myself right. and call myself an asshole so everyone knows I'm on the same page as you. Yeah, I'm surprised at the people who like me. Yeah. <laughs> Those guys are morons. They're the ones I'm like, what is empty in your life? What? Why? Why would you, you fucking weirdo? Can never say that to them. No, and it's the same with like, um, I have no problem with someone saying negative things about me, like on the internet, but don't at me. Yeah, please don't. Don't like add me into it. It's fine. Just say it behind my back. That's how the world works. Thirdly on that, 
if I tweet something about someone, like if I tweet a joke about somebody and I put their name in the tweet, I, I'd never put their fucking at. No, no, no. And yeah. if you are one of those fuckwits who then, who then puts the at in and sends it to them. You're an asshole. You're, well, the, you're the asshole. I, well, if you're sitting there going, I wonder why Will blocked me. Yeah. That's why. That's, why. that's like, the reason. I did a I did a TED talk on our offensive comedy. And you did a TED talk? Yeah, I did a TED well, talk. I didn't realize yeah. you, oh, you're a TED talk. Yeah, yeah, I did. You're a fancy TED talking guy. Little, little, it wasn't the real, it was TEDx. So it's like a smaller version. It's on YouTube um, and it's about offensive comedy. I, I didn't talk about it a lot because I, I was very embarrassed about it because it was in front of a small crowd and because it was live talking, I was used to stand up. I'm used to laughs every right. couple of seconds if it's going well. Um, and this, they weren't reacting in that way because was, I was doing a talk and, uh-huh. and I, it threw me. I looked kind of nervous in it. Um, and, I, and I was because it was something completely different. But I mentioned it like Frankie Boyle is a Scottish comic that's uh, deemed offensive, air quotes. Um, right, but he is like, if you're talking about guys who push the limits yeah, and, you know, is. He's a guy – it's really interesting to me, like, in the light of Joan Rivers passing mm. away. There, I got – like, I, I posted, you know, just I, – I just said she was fearless. Yeah, you know, yeah, fearless yeah. to the end. And that's something that we all try to be in comedy. Yeah. We try to be fearless. Yeah. But she was fearless to the end. And she never apologized, which regardless of some of her – I don't agree with every comment she made, but I absolutely respect – her never backing down because her, even though we've talked about backing down and realizing you're wrong, that's fine as a person. But as a stand-up, it is that what she said was, "If you don't like what I say, don't buy tickets." Right? Like it is, and I really admire her not backing down for that. Well, I, I think also that we have a responsibility to try to think before we talk. Mm. Right. So if she's thought it through, and this comes to that apology thing or the you know, offensive comedy, if Frankie Boyle or whoever is saying that was very karate kid of you by the way thank you and daniel just uh, like literally out of the air like grabbed a bug with your hand yeah my it, god and it's gone it's, that, it's dead now i mean and that is a great karate you you know the weird thing that about that is yeah jaden smith was the karate kid <laughs> it's all come back you have you that's have, why, be, that's why you I have hate become him. the thing yeah. that you hate no no that's why i hate him like, he got right. the role that i was made for <laughs> <laughs> you've been training for years like yeah. getting mosquitoes out of the air yeah 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 <laughs> uh, I, i'm glad you saw that that was one of the moments where i'm like did I just, and I'm glad you saw that because that was one of the things, you know, when you do something so cool and no one sees it and right. you're like, fuck, that was not that's never, and I can't tell people that it happened because then I'm just like, and then I like threw this bit of card, but it landed on its edge perfectly. And it was, uh, uh, it's not cool when I say it. Um, when you're on, I don't know if you've ever done it on stage, like if there's been a bug or something or a bit of fluff in the air or something like that. And I always wonder, I realized that when you're like, maybe the people at the front saw what I was doing, yeah. but to the people at the back, it <laughs> just looked like I was crazy for a second. Yeah, <laughs> it was just, just pouring it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just random, random body Tourette's. The thing I like about Joan Rivers, uh, and the thing I admired about Joan Rivers, and Pioneer. you know, the thing that I admire about a, a lot of comedians who I don't agree with. Like I, I've, I've spoken about this before on the podcast about how much I love Bill Burr and how I disagree with ninety percent of the things that he yep. is saying. Like yep. you don't need to agree with somebody to find them funny. Find them funny. And the thing I liked about Joan Rivers was you always got the impression that she said, "Right, no, I've thought this through. This is what I'm going to say." And, this, and now uh, I'm going to stand by it. Yeah. And here's the thing. The important thing she did was, this is what I'm saying isn't fact. It's my opinion. And that's right. all it is. I'm not telling you this. I'm telling you this is what I think. She has a, uh, a documentary that I highly recommend. I know in America it's on Netflix for free, but you'd be able to find it around. And look, it's worth watching even if you have to pay for it. Like, mm. you know, uh, but uh, it's called A Piece of Work yeah. and it's a documentary about her life. And it's, 
It's amazing. Like okay. it's absolutely amazing. There's so many good bits of it, but there's one that's really revealing. There's a she's doing a joke about like you know maybe Helen Keller or deaf people or whatever at this gig, mm. and this person in the audience starts getting offended because their kid is deaf, right? Mm. And she just there's a kind and of obviously this, the deaf people in the crowd weren't offended because they right didn't couldn't. hear it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, that, that's well, I need to clarify. <laughs> In a comedian's brain, there is always your. You will always the worst thing will pop into your head. Right. And the thing about, especially around other comics, is because you know you can say the worst things right. because you know a comic will never get offended because the comedian knows that you're not saying the thing because you believe it. You're saying the thing because it's a punchline or it's something expected. Obviously, what we just said was horrible. Right. But I think people understand context. Yeah. Like, and you know what? I mean, you're just you're not actually saying something that is untrue. The best people to offend in a gig are deaf people because they won't hear it. Like, uh, put your hand over your mouth. Like, yeah. you keep it, basically you're just not atting them in. You're talking behind their back. The only bit of my show they yeah, enjoy it's weird that they bought tickets. Right. The only bit they enjoy was and when I was, catch, I was catching a fly, and they were like, "Oh no, I get that. That was no, a great punchline." Yeah. And also, and again, this is the same uh-huh. horrible punchline. They're not going to get offended by this podcast because. They're not listening. The one thing that it's, it is well, but they're not. Like, but they're genuinely not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, it'd be nice if they could. If somebody yeah. wants to put it into braille, and so that, like, I'm, I could be like the number Braille's one. Braille's blind. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> what? <laughs> Translating. Oh God, yeah. No, that's but I just you know deaf people they speak in braille like dot 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 because they're deaf but they know it's no. <laughs> the reason that that was in my head, I, I look I, that is a silly thing to say, but the reason that that was in my head was I was about to bring it back to uh, that I have I know that I have at least one blind listener to the podcast because we talked about being blind recently and I got a, like an email from somebody saying you yeah, know I'm blind and you know you were talking oh, wow. about this sort of thing and so. Uh, that was why okay, that was yeah, in my yeah, head. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, the, the, there's this moment and she basically, sa- she says in this gig, Joan Rivers, she said, but you laughed when I was making fun of all those other things. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, if, you, if you're offended by it all, fine, fair enough. But if you're offended specifically, yeah. Because this relates to me. Yeah. Well, you laughed before when she was making fun of the Jewish people. You laughed before when she was making yeah, fun yeah, yeah, of the, yeah. like, the Italians or whatever. You. Yeah. I've had that, like, um, I did a gig um, where I was... I was doing my atheist stuff. I was doing uh, stuff at the time. This was long ago. I was doing, the, we talked about this in the last part. I was doing negative stuff about fat people, which now I realize isn't okay by the time I was mm-hmm. unaware. So I'm doing all these jokes about fat people, about uh, religious people being stupid. I had some stuff that was kind of shitting on my girlfriend uh, over the time. Uh, and then it, some guy heckled me and I put him down. And because I was heckled in the moment and there's a lot of pressure, I uh, used the word retard, uh-huh. uh, which I, I know that's not an okay word. I have, uh, but I have a thing about it. My theory is, I would never describe a disabled person as a retard mm. under any circumstance, yep. but I would describe Paris Hilton as one. So yep. therefore, has the word not changed? And people will come and say, the very fair argument of the connotations of the word, it, it, it is derogatory, right. and I understand. It's the gay argument, that one. Yeah, like, it's, it's like, exactly you know, it's that thing of going, they're not use, but they're using it to say the, that they are something less than, so therefore... Yeah. So, it, yeah. yeah, so that's why I know the word retard is wrong, but a woman in the audience got offended uh, because her son her, her son or her daughter uh, is disabled and she Facebooked me after the show and my whole thing was, yeah, but you, like, I, I was shitting on everyone. Right. But it was just when it affected you. And also her argument was, as I'm a proud mother of a disabled person. Yeah. I'm the proud brother of a disabled sister. I have a dis- so it, I'm, uh, you know, it's, it's that thing of, I'm not racist, some of my best friends right. are black. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> like, it's a bullshit Wait, argument. My sister's black. Yeah. Like, what? Wait, man, hold on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not saying black's a disability. That's not what this is. Oh, God. Oh, God. We've dug a hole. Oh, this We've is, dug another this hole. This is so much worse. Oh, let's talk about Jaden Smith again. Oh, let's, no. Let's go to black successful people. So yep. we're flipping whatever that negative stereotype was. We're only talking about, like, I mean, Will Smith and Jaden Smith. You can't, you know, I mean, yep. it's a power couple. Uh, I found this uh, on the internet the other day, and I thought this was going to be a perfect thing for us to be able to talk about, considering that you were talking about uh, Jaden Smith and his tweets. Uh, it's one of those, like, BuzzFeed uh, quizzes, you know, mm. where you fill in, like, you know, the answers to something, and yeah. it gives you, you know, what uh, Game of Thrones character you are yeah, or yeah, something yeah, yeah. like that. What completely random Jaden Smith tweet best represents your soul? Okay. So, so I'm Should, gonna, shall we do this? Yeah. So okay, we'll do I'll... this quiz and we can work out. So not only you, you from now on, you'll actually have a Jaden Smith tweet that represents your soul. This is a quiz soul. that's only going to make me angry. Right. So uh, firstly, you have to pick a Dido song. So like there's some choices. So uh, these are Stan. Does that count? Stan, the Eminem one? Yep. Yep. That's it's okay. So you don't even want the other options? No, no. It's... It's not not thank you. You're not gonna no no, no white flag no mm. here with me no, no. stoned stone. don't stone. even know that one don't leave home Stan the Eminem one yeah that's what it says by the way Stan and then in brackets the Eminem M&M one yeah. <laughs> all right uh, second question what's up now these are your choices NM uh, comma much. Okay. U yeah. not much U is that what it is mean yep yep uh, the blue sky. The sky, but whatever color you think it is, what isn't, dog, lol, or IDK man. I don't know, man. I guess that is, right? Yeah, okay. So they're your choices. I, uh, I, I'm, really, I'm a really lazy texter and I hate, people, but I hate people that say, what's up? It's like, either have a conversation with me or don't have one. Don't force one. Yeah, okay, sure. So I would say NMU. Ah, yeah, okay, NMU. Yeah, all right, I like it. Uh, okay, this next one. Uh, okay, uh, pick a number. Any right? number or any you number. Give me a choice. No, pick a. Uh, no, I'm going to give you a choice. But like, just say the first number that comes in your head, and we'll see if it's if it's on the nine. on these choices. No, nine isn't there. Two. No, two isn't there either. Thirty-seven. No, but if now we can have a lottery in this <laughs> podcast, we can have a tofop lottery. Yeah. We can have toflotto. Uh, so. <laughs> Toflato sounds like a ice cream. Toflato. I'm gonna get a. Well, we can have tofloto. both. We can have a Toflato yeah, and the Toflato. Yeah. Can I get a Toflato to go skinny? Right, skinny Toflato. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> can you make me a Toflato? Yeah. Uh, okay, pick a number. These are your choices. Ninety-nine, mm. like ninety-nine problems uh, in brackets, but a bitch. Don't know if we can say that anymore. Ain't one. Uh, zero. Mm. 69. Oh, ah. I don't even need the I don't even need the rest. I don't know. I, no, it's it's definitely 69. There might be another one that appeals to you. Unless the other number is uh, 8008135 which Bo- is boobies. Boobies. Oh, boobies. boobies. <laughs> <laughs> then uh, <laughs> 69 is the winner. Uh 1310 or 420. Oh, I didn't I forgot that's another yeah. number I like. Yeah, exactly. Oh, what do you go- like more, 420 or 69? Oh, well, you know, ideally both. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know. Like we're I mean, si- not at the same time. Though, no, no, right? at the same time. At the same like, time. Like, uh, like we're 69 right. and, and just during it, I occasionally take a break right. to puff out a joint. That's, yeah. that's, that's something I've An not done. An actual blowjob. I want to. That must, uh, you can invent that. 
I'm going to do that. I, I Now I want a 69 for 20. That's right. so much fun. It's not a bong, obviously. That's to, just coughing on her vagina. But that's what you we got call You've got to cough to get off. <laughs> oh, man. Like, for She's people, sucking my dick like a pipe. For people who know that expression... That is one of the best jokes that has ever been told. Thank you. You've got to cough to get off. Like it works. Like that works a, on so many it's levels. So, it's a perfectly constructed joke. I feel and I'm like so it, happy you appreciate that because sometimes as a comedian you make jokes that people laugh at and you're like, no, that's really good. It's really it's good. Really good. I mean, it's. <laughs> I know you laugh, but right. more please. Like I mean. look at the perfection. <laughs> like there is not a wasted moment in that. <laughs> I call this one 69420. That's what it is. Like. To get off. That's, the, that's the name of this one. That's the name of this podcast. Oh, 69420. 69420. I don't think I've had a numbered podcast yeah. name and, before. And it's also, that's going to be my new pin code. Right. <laughs> so if you want to rob Daniel Sloss <laughs> or if you want to get his nude uh, selfies off his yeah. phone, yep. you now have his pin number. Um, okay. So uh, tell, okay. So this might, this might be too graphic to talk about on a podcast that your mother will listen to. Oh, no, no. My, my mother, I would like to uh, just point out. I have a very... I have an amazing relationship with my mother. She is genuinely one of my closest friends, and, and it, it, which sounds kind of weird, but she knows exactly... She's been coming to my stand-up since I was 16 years old. Right. Uh, she's watched me do every joke I've ever done. She comes to my show all the time. She knows what I'm like. She knows what I'm up to. And her her very good parenting method for me growing up, the reason I think I've become the person I am, is when I was about 14 or 15, I sort of said to them, my parents, I was like, look, I can either be the... Uh, I can either lie to you about stuff or I can be honest about absolutely everything. Right. And they went, oh, honest about absolutely everything. And you will talk to you about stuff, but then you're always open with us. And that's something that I have taken far too far with them. At points, my mom was like, didn't need to know that. Right. Didn't, that wasn't necessarily information. Yeah. In. <laughs> so my mom, no matter what comes up, my mom won't mind. All right. So how uh, popular do you think the 69 is? Like, how, how like, is it, uh, is it like... Because, you know, I would say these days, and, you know, I'm no expert in these matters, but I would say these days, in my lifetime, so you're too, see, this is why when I was talking to your mum the other day, and, like, she was delightful, and then I had this horrible realisation that I'm probably much more close to her age than I am to yours. So, I was like, of course I get a lot. How old are you? 40. Yeah. Yeah. So, of course I get a lot well with her. She's, like, we have the same references. (laughs) So, um... I've lived in a lifetime where I've gone from oral sex being a thing that was like not even like a guarantee in relation, Mm. like in, you know, like that was just not a thing that, whereas like now I think everyone, and particularly like male to female oral Mm. sex, like was certainly like when I first started dating, it just wasn't expected. People weren't comfortable with it. And I think now- That's disgusting. Not the act, but the fact that you didn't. But I I think in this day and age, Mm. like, that's yeah. yeah everything's kind of like that's accepted yeah where does the 69 fit into that do okay. you think okay uh this is one bit where if my mother is listening uh just skip d- through this bit no no just for two because what i'm about to say uh. isn't i believe it but mum, please do not listen to the next line yep this is your chance to turn it off skip forward three minutes okay you there mum? good I fucking love eating pussy. Right. It's I. It's one of my favorite she'd things. She'd be proud of you. She I'm, She doesn't need to hear that, <laughs> no. but she'd be proud of you. I just, I honestly, I think it's one of my favorite things to do because I like, 
I I think that when she was li- if she was comfortable with people yeah. and they're like how's Daniel going yeah. and like she she would be like, like you know what I'm pussy. really proud of him <laughs> like his comedy career is going great yeah. like he's in LA he's doing some yeah. stuff at their festival in yeah. and you know what I hear he loves Eddie in Pussy, pussy. And, and I'm I proud of him, him that way, yeah. right I raised like, him I, I like it so I've read two books on the thing I had a girlfriend who um, I was with uh, for a period and she um, she didn't orgasm right. uh, she just didn't she could do sort of solo and stuff and after the first couple of times it was it was okay but then i was like because the sex weird the sex weird was great but she and she was enjoying all of it but she sure. just wouldn't come and i was like this now what for my ego i right. need to like yeah, no yeah. guy's ever made you come i need to be that guy right. that needs to be me yeah so i read two books but that's what 69ing i love i really really love because it's that and also i think a lot of the time uh, from girls that i've got i've spoken to about oral sex and stuff uh, they've always said they feel weird because they don't know where to look, they don't know what to do, and it's very intimate. And it's obviously, they they feel like they're, they're not doing anything. And uh-huh. that's why this 69 is great, because not only are you getting oral sex, uh-huh. which everyone loves, uh-huh. you're also doing a job, you're doing it as good, and you give as good as you get. Like, there's, I love the 69 because there's, you're in sync there. Right. It's a dance. Yeah. Right. It's, and you're just dead, dead, yeah. dead, and as opposed to oral sex, which are like a lot of the times for you know, both ways, and is like it's more like you know a Jeff Dunham puppet show, <laughs> and that I have the full fist inside of her, and I'm making noises. <laughs> I didn't really wasn't gonna go there. I was more like that. Your mouth clearly is like moving but yeah. making no sound, yeah, and hopefully yeah, theirs yeah. is. Yes. But yeah. it's yeah. Okay. That was, very good. That was yeah. more where yeah. I was going. Yeah. I just went for the disgusting joke. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it, 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 I, I agree with you that in that way. I, I just don't know where, like, I don't know if it's still, I feel like that's still, where it's like, now mm. everyone's like, oh, no, we'll both, like, it's do more, oral. I think it's I feel there's still the, the 69 is kind of like it's, people aren't immediately going for that. I think it's more of a relationship thing. Oh, I don't think, I don't think, I don't think you... It's uh, an interesting insight. Yeah, I don't think you 69 with someone that you're having a one night stand with or you're just sort of having a thing with. It's not something, I, don't, I mean, I've done it on first times I've hooked up with sure. girls. But I think a lot of the time it's... Um, I. The reason I think 69 is great because it's it's the most it's it's yin and yang in the way that it's right. you look yin and yang yeah. that's what the position is right as uh, one yeah 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 and you're both getting each other off and it's uh, it's the only time I've ever had mutual orgasms right which is uh, if you've never had one is ridiculous it's it's I don't believe in energy or spirituality or all that sort of stuff but. Well, you believe in energy, though, right? I believe like, in I mean, kinetic in the, energy. But I mean, yeah, but like, you've got to believe that there are certain... Like, I mean, you believe in the energy of being on, like, stage and feeling that yeah, laugh, okay, or you yeah. believe in the idea of, like, you know, moving to music and, like, you know, being taken away in a mm. moment. You believe Only when that- I'm on drugs. Uh, because <laughs> only when I'm on drugs. And this is the weird thing, and this is uh, something I've spoken to my uh, mother about, which is um, obviously mum knows I've uh, smoked... Uh, I smoke a lot of weed. Uh, she wasn't okay with it at first. In fact, my mom's my mother's reaction. I don't know if I told this in the podcast last time. I'll tell it quickly again if I did. My mum found my weed. Um, I definitely told the story. Mum found my weed and then didn't take it away, but just left it on my windowsill and then let me smoke it and then brought it up with me later. And I, if I, my mum and dad's rule were, if I could justify an action to them, there wouldn't be repercussions. If they could see my logic, and I managed to be like, look, it's this thing, and that I, you know, I'm not, I, I'm not addicted. It doesn't change me. Blah blah blah. Right. So, um, what, what the fuck was I talking about? <laughs> 
I just completely. That's the second perfect joke you've done. Because you have literally gone from, no, this is fine. (laughs) Here's my logic. It's not affecting me. It's because we were. What the fuck was I talking about? (laughs) What was he? That's what this podcast is. What was, it? What was, what was I saying, Jay Willie? We were talking about uh, oh, drugs and music. Oh, drugs and music. Yes. Okay. Right. So that's my problem. My dad's not a. My dad's. He drinks occasionally, but he's not a drinker. He. My dad's a very, very intelligent man. Smartest mm-hmm. man I know. And every time I, my dad blows my mind how intelligent he is. And my dad is the. We were talking about people who correct opinions that you have. The broccoli and tea thing. That's been my dad my whole life. When I was 15 years old, I could have been a Nazi. My right. views in the world were disgusting. They weren't. Okay. And you've got the look. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I mean, you've Hit- got a great Nazi that's, look. That's my opening joke, is that right. I'm exactly what... I'm Hitler's wet dream. You're right. Like, absolutely. He's just sitting at home looking at a picture of me masturbating, going, oh, ich liebe dich schlussen. Yeah. <laughs> the guy fucking loves me. Um, but so, so, but with my dad, he's this incredible... Uh, so he, my dad all corrected all those opinions, and I argue with him relentlessly. And now that I've grown up and become more mature, I realize that he was, he's been right my whole life. Um but, he, but that's good that he, like, I mean, that's good that he had an environment where he, like, you know, like you said, that open environment where you can debate and discuss ideas. Mm. Because it goes back to that thing we were talking about at the start is if you don't expose yourself to that debate and discussion, it's very hard to change your mind. Yeah, yeah. If, you just, if you're talking to people who agree with you all the time, that's dumb because you're only reinforcing your own opinion. Talk to people who disagree with you. I, I sent a message to a woman online the other day called Clementine Ford. Some Australian people will know who she is. She's a feminist writer and she is very much like, you know, very provocative. Like, you know, like she says some things about men that I certainly do not agree with. Okay. But I, she was getting some particular hate about something she'd written online. And I sent her a message and, and, I, and it was... A tr- I what's hope what's I, her Twitter called? Uh, Is it? It's, no, it's it, like it's under her name. Okay, okay, okay. So, and so she was getting a lot of negative you know, feedback and, and I sent her a message and I hope it didn't sound... I don't know. It just felt like the right thing to do whether it was or not, but she responded to it in a nice way. Um, but I sent her a message saying, hey, you know, like, I just wanted you to know that I read all your stuff and, mm-hmm. like, I, I don't agree with a lot of it, but I try to, you know... Listen and, listen. and, and question... Like, I try to read it and I try to be challenged by yeah. it. And sometimes when I am challenged by it, I still don't agree with you, but, like, sometimes after a while I realised, you know what, like... You've made me a bit of a better person. Right, yeah. And I just want you to know that, like, I am reading it and, I'm like, I'm willing to be challenged by yeah. those sort of things. And... The more I think about that as a way to live your life, mm. I think it's great because I, I, I'm happy to change my mind. Yeah. Every day I'm a different person who knows more stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, And my priorities change and the things that I'm concerned about change. I was having – like I went out with a friend of mine the other night and she was like, you're unusually down on like the government and like, you know, on like being a bit snarky about everything. She told me some story – there was some internet meme of an elephant on top of a car and, you know, she was showing me this thing as if it was like really – and I was like, who took – that photo that's photoshop like why did someone take that like and she's like what are you why are you in this mood you're not like this and i realized i'd come back from scotland and i had like 20 episodes of the daily show taped i hadn't been watching and i'd literally sat and watched 20 episodes of the daily show and that (laughs) had just that mindset of course that was what i was doing i was looking at everything that's a hoax that's false news you're liars you get that way like when you hang out with someone more or or even a thing more you start talking. I have a problem. There's an amazing Canadian comedian called Tom State mm. who I write jokes with a lot of the time. And the first four times I do the jokes, I have to really stop doing right. them in his voice. That's the way. But um, the thing about 
I'm going to get back to your dad. Yeah. I, want, I want to know about all, all this and I hope we don't get too oh, distracted. No, no, cool, yeah. But I want to say, tell you quickly um, that a Canadian comedian, you just said, they were the words, Canadian comedian. Yeah. Those two words, when I was coming back from Scotland, almost didn't get me back into America. I was flying from the Edinburgh Festival. Yeah. I'd be, you know, been on this flight. I got off in America. I've never... Not never, but it's rare. Like normally when I'm flying, I'm flying with a bunch of other Australians. You know, I've got my Australian, you know, passport. I've got my visa that I can work here. So I've got a work visa. It always takes a little bit more time. You know what Mm. it's like. You have to explain to them what your visa's for and they'll, you know, do a little bit extra paperwork and that sort of thing. But, you know, it's fine. Mm. And I've done it a million times. But this time... I'm the only kind of Australian on the flight. You know, everybody else is like, you know, British or, you know, whatever. And so when I've got up there, there's this guy who, like, he's a, he's a, I'd I'd say he was Japanese. I'm not 100% sure, but I would say he was Japanese, but like a Japanese American customs Mm. guy. But between my accent and his accent, we were just having like a communication problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I always, I'm trying to be really polite in that situation, but he's asking me, uh, he said, so what do you do? And I said, I'm a comedian. Yeah, that's what it says on the phone. I'm a comedian. And he says, yeah, but w- what do you do? And I'm like, I'm a comedian. And now he's getting kind of a, almost a little bit pissed off and angry at me. He's like, yeah, but what do you do? And I said, well, I tell jokes and I like, you know, I'm doing gigs and stuff. And, 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 and he's looking at me really confused and it's getting like yeah. tense, you know, and I real, and then I finally realized because my O1, my visa, I got it in Canada. Like, so it says on it, like, Toronto. And he thought I was saying I was Canadian. Canadian. What'd you do for a living? I'm a Canadian. I'm a Canadian. What do you do? I just do Canadian things. Yeah, I'm a professional Canadian. I I talk about Michael J. Fox and I apologize. Yeah, I set up. I I scream at hockey matches. I'm eating some poutine right now. That's all (laughs) what I'm doing. I'm listening to Celine Dion while eating poutine and other Canadian stereotypes. Weirdly, this <laughs> coincides with that. Uh, I have I have an all one visa problem that happened last week. Right? Uh-huh. Now, if you don't know what the all one visa is for the people at home, all one visa is a very arrogant visa that you have that is genuinely mine says extraterrestrial of extraordinary abilities. Yes, that's how I get into this country. That's my yes. term. No, uh, is it alien or extraterrestrial? I think it's alien. I don't alien? think you're an extraterrestrial. I mean, uh, maybe, Mine is alien of extraordinary ability. Well, I'm an extraterrestrial, so therefore I'm clearly right. more impressive. They're like every time you go <laughs> okay. up, they're like, "Do you need to phone home?" Yeah, I think I saw it. I think I saw a porno that you were yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. Was. Do you want to phone home and get this visa renewed? Right. Uh, uh, uh. I thought your name was Elliot. And jelly beans. There, that's all the jokes. That's all the jokes possible. They're all gone. Um, but I kept, right. So what happened was my all one visa from last year ran, ran out on the, I, I'm pretty sure I can tell the story. That'll be fine. My all one visa ran out while I was over here. Mm-hmm. But I got my new one. Uh, I went and applied for my new one and yep. I got it. But it didn't arrive in the UK by the time I got over here. Yes. So I had to come into the country on my old one, uh-huh. which meant that as of September at some point, I would be in this country illegally. Okay. And so I was like, so I, basically I needed to I needed to leave America and then come back into it. And the, yes. the original suggestion was fly to Vancouver, go through customs, get straight back through, fly back down, but that turned out quite expensive. And then they suggested, why don't you just drive down to Tijuana? Right, go across the Mexican border, drive back in, customs, fine. So I was like, oh great, I'll make a day at that. I'm the guy I'm staying with, lovely guy. Uh, so me and Andrew, I'm like, right. I'm going to go to Mexico. Road. He's like, yeah, we'll just go down. And this is how naive we are. And he's right. understand that this is this was our genuine brain process. Uh-huh. We'll just pop down to the border. We'll pop across the border, yeah. get some tacos, get some f- lunch, sure. jump jump straight across the back of the border, and then do a seven hour sort of uh, side trip on the way back up, see all the sites, and then come do set list. That gig was meant to be with you. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, sure. 
So we get down. Traffic's a bit of a nightmare. We don't get down to Mexico until about... Um, we don't get there until about three. So we're like, we're probably just going to have to jump across the border, get some food, jump straight back across and drive back up to the two hours to Celest. And we get down. 15 minutes to get into Mexico. Max. 15 minutes to get into across the border. And then we see the queue coming back in. And we're like, we should probably just go in that straight away. It took five hours to go one mile, right? And ju- that's not an exaggeration. That's just the border control. And it was the longest. And we were just laughing at how naive we were. All we, there would be half an hour of silence. And we would just go, pop across the this, border. Uh, <laughs> you fucking, how dumb are you? It's the American border. Right. Do you know how hard it, And we get there. And also, nothing uh, less suspicious than somebody just driving across the border and, and by- doing a UE and come, oh. like... <laughs> yeah, it's why did you? I was just picking up something. What? <laughs> right. So we we get in this queue. We get there. The whole thing's weird. If you've been to the Mexican border, but you're I on the not. road. They, there's a an entire. There's just people walking up. Uh, Mexican people walking up and down the cars because the cars are going well, like point uh, one of a mile and point two of a mile an hour. Mm. So they've just got, they're selling pictures, they're selling churros, they're selling prawn cocktails. And we're like, that's never going to be okay. I'm never right. eating those. In the prawn- hot Mexican side. Yeah, yeah, from the side of the road. I'm like, right. there's not a beat, there's not a scene here. here. No, this is a g- hang on, we're trapped in a car where there's no toilets? Yeah, yeah. No, this is a great I, idea. Let's, I would love some. Yeah, Thank you. This seems like a brilliant idea. But it's, it's amazing, by the way, how insanely <laughs> different I, like 50 feet can be. Because one side's San Diego, which is amazing. Right. And then the other side... Was I went there, never been to Mexico, I was quite scared. So I've been to San Diego, but yeah. I didn't go across the border. So I know like it's lovely, where you are. Beautiful city. Right. Um and I'm and I'm freaking out. I'm like, okay, don't go in with any prejudices to Mexico, be open to it. Like, even though you're not gonna be there long, enjoy it. And it was literally the most Mexican thing I could have imagined. It was every stereotype in my head, men walking around in sombreros selling me burritos through a car window. I was right. like, it's almost like this is fake. It's like right. this is Probably is. Probably just like... The this future. is a racist it's like sketch. That, it's like the 100 metres over the border is like Mexico land. Yeah, yeah. And, and then, then after that, that, it's actually like... Real lovely Mexico where <laughs> right. people are just friendly. Oh, no, uh, we don't even eat burritos here. Yeah, yeah. Ugh, that's <laughs> disgusting, yeah. So, uh, cocaine, what's that? And uh, <laughs> so we get finally get to the front of the border and uh, the guy gets my passport and he then realises, he's like, did you come in on another visa? And I, I was like, look, here's... And I yeah. explained to him honestly the situation. He's like, that'll be fine. Yeah. But it might mean we have to just to detain you for a second just right. to sort that out. So he leaves to go get someone else, and there's one button on the side of every booth going back in, right? And it's just a giant red button with one word written above. And it's the only word, by the way, written in English. Uh-huh. And it just says, runner. <laughs> right? The only word written in English. The only word. Everything else is like, oh, all of Mexico. Every, everything. Everything is in Mexico. Sorry, Spanish. Except for this one right. button that just says runner. And we're like, that is the scariest thing I've ever seen. We get across the border. We're dead nervous. I'm dead nervous. Even though I know I've done nothing wrong. Right. I, I, get, oh, no, no. I, I get scared around police. I get scared about all that stuff. It's that stupid guilt that I have. But, 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 but it's not even that. It's like, it's the fact that if you get refused entry to America at any stage... And because I, this is why I like you know whatever's happening at customs, whatever yeah. it is, I always take the time and try to explain. Because if you ever get refused to America for any reason, then every time you travel to America, they bring it up. You have to go through the fact of why were you refused? Mm-hmm. Like so, for you who's like going to want to go from you know in yeah. and out like a lot of times, it would just be It'd be a nightmare every time. Uh, I, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I get across, and I kind of stress how lovely the guys were to me. Uh, they were like, "It's fine, don't worry about it." Right. And this is when it got slightly weird. So we're parking this sort of bit at the side and I go in and the guy's like, don't, and I'm, I'm like, I'm really sorry. He's like, you've done nothing wrong. Right. I'm like, I know, I know. And they sort it out and um, 
And I'm like, is, and he's like, you are aware you could have just done this in LA, by the way. There's immigration services there that you could have just transferred over. I'm like, well, that's, don't, don't tell me that. That's annoying. Not now. Don't. Yeah. No, like, tell me that's not possible. Right. And then we, I'm like, you guys are really, really nice. This is really nice. And then I come outside and I watched four Mexican people being arrested. And I just went, oh, yeah. oh it's because I'm white. Because I'm white. Oh, it's totally because I'm, I'm white. Hitler's dream. I, I, yeah. It's because yeah. they saw me and they're like, oh, you're not doing anything. Yeah, that's fine. I know. And so I mean, Andrew feeling like this isn't okay. And just as we finally get across, people state. say there's no such thing as white privilege. By the way, totally is. Of course <laughs> there is. Everywhere, every day, I have white privilege. Right, right. Um, and we get. That's why I always find it so hilarious when people, people are like, "There's no such thing as white." You're was shut. Yeah, shut saying up. there's no such thing as white privilege. Now- it's a white privilege, right? right? <laughs> It's such. That's something you say if you have white privilege. That is so true, though. <laughs> yeah, you're a fucking moron. Of course, oh, it's white privilege. Okay. So we're, oh, men and women are equal. There's no such thing as the. You're such a because you're it on the positive side of it. You fucking moron. Right, and you know what? It doesn't make you a terrible person to be white, and it doesn't make you a terrible person to be a man. Yeah. In the same way as someone, but realize that you've got so much more advantage over everyone right. else. I didn't have a choice in being born the way I was. In the same as everybody else didn't have the choice mm. but if you pretend that those things are like somehow yeah. equal yeah, 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 then yeah. you're a fucking you're a moron fucking yeah like it's not being born a white man that's the problem it's the fact that you pretend like i've i've had hardships right. one time tesco ran out of hummus so i know exactly <laughs> about segregation you fucking you're a moron you don't know what it right. like and I, I, it's not to I've say had women grope me shut right. the fuck up what are you talking about and the other thing is that if you are a white man of course there are heaps of white men listening to this podcast right now who have had terrible lives and terrible things yeah. happen to them and it's not saying it's being white I'm not it's, it's not, not a guarantee bad things haven't happened to you right there are there are hundreds of thousands hundreds of millions millions let's go for millions of white men who are homeless who right. have had hardships who've had things taken away from them unfairly who've been victims of crime and all these things we're not saying you don't exist we're just saying happens more right to other everybody people. else <laughs> <laughs> to everybody else yeah yeah like you were like, so unlucky. unless your dream was of being in the nba pretty much any other career path <laughs> yeah, yeah. unless like, your dream was being a female porn star right as a, <laughs> <laughs> unless you grew up wanting to be beyonce that's the only time that there's ever been hard. like even rap even rap the one thing that like you know apart from the nba yeah. that like you know that you could as like a as a, like at least as a black man you could go right we fucking own this yeah 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 like, yeah. There was and, one, and they, yeah, and one sh- white rapper, and we went, no, nah, he's the best now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> God, we're such a scum. We're so awful. Um, but yeah, so All right. we finally get across the yes. border, right? And just as we're getting, seven hours it's taken from getting into Mexico to get out. And we've, I've had to cancel the gig. There's no way I'm getting back up. I, we get across the border at night. We got across the border at four. We get back across the border about ten. Okay, so six hours. Terrible maths. Um, and... Andrew, the guy I'm with, just goes, oh. and I'm like, I'm really sorry to put you through this, but thank you so much for driving me down. I fully appreciate it. You're a hero. He goes, no, no, I just got kind of nervous at the immigration bit. And I was like, oh, I always get nervous. And he goes, no, 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 I, I got nervous because I'm on the terrorist watch list. What? And I, I, I went, the fuck are you talking about? And he's like, yeah, no, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's not, he's not. It was literally a massive oh. misunderstanding. <laughs> like, he's not, he's not, he's never, but... There was one incident uh, when he was from coming from Australia to America where uh-huh. uh, he told me the full story. I won't divulge it, but it was yeah. ju- it was just one of those 
lost in translation things, right. things were fucked up, and he was put on the uh, list. And if, the thing is, once you're on the list, you're always on the list. Yeah. So even though they were like, ah, it's a mistake, he's still on the list. And it's still good. And I'm just like, and because they, they kind of briefly checked his passport, I was like, thank fuck that you did not bring this Gone up. Gone across the fucking border with a terrorist. <laughs> fucking Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, oh, so your dad drugs music. Oh, right. Uh, just very, uh, yeah. My, because uh, my parents aren't, uh, the, the, I think my mum might have been high once, maybe. My dad's probably had one. But it's not their thing. But because I am, I getting into, I obviously smoke a lot of weed. I um. I took acid uh, mm. when I was down at a music festival, and it wasn't proper acid. It was a strain of acid called 2CB. Um, I'd never taken it before, but it just, I, I, and that was the thing. I felt love as an energy. I was sure. in this fucking crowd, and people ask what the effects of 2CB are. What I noticed what the effects of 2CB were was that I suddenly knew all the words to every Elton John song while it was on. <laughs> like, I, I honestly thought I didn't know a single Elton John song. I was like, I'll go see him because he's the headliner. And then just part of my brain went, here's all of the lyrics. And I, I loved it and I felt energy. I felt like my friends and I just, I was like, love is an energy that combined, blah, 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 blah. But the whole time, whenever I take drugs like that, my dad's voice comes through in my head because I suddenly get spiritual. I'm like, maybe there is a, maybe not a God, but maybe there is something more. Maybe there is this, uh, this higher consciousness somewhere that obviously we don't understand because we don't know yet. But then my dad's voice just pops into my head and goes, yeah, because you're on drugs, dickhead. Right. And I'll go, yeah, but maybe, like, just because we don't understand these things. And my dad goes, yeah, because you're high, you fucking moron. So drugs for me, that's why I kind of enjoy taking certain ones, because I have such an internal debate in my head of, like, everything's amazing and perfect, and there is this thing. And then my dad going, that's what people on drugs say. You've taken something that's altered your mind. Of course your opinions have changed, you fucking lunatic. That's an interesting thing, because, like, I, like, it's funny, like, uh, when we, talk about drugs in general on on the podcast and I've always been reasonably comfortable with talking about weed because the truth of it is that we live in a society where we alcohol is legal Mm. and there is like while there are definitely like some negatives to weed like you know people who are particularly when they're young people who have mental health problems like this there is genuinely some downsides but if you stacked up if you were starting from scratch now and you said which and I drink alcohol as well as everybody knows so I'm not like like, but if you stacked it up at the start and went, which of these are we going to make legal? Like, there is, it would be 100% yeah, yeah. like based on everything. Yeah, yeah. That, no, nobody would say oh, this nobody, one that has some good effects. Oh, and like, you mean is, the one that doesn't make you violent right. or abusive, the one where you just go, yeah. maybe, because I, I enjoy the paranoia of weed. People say it makes paranoia. I enjoy the paranoia of weed because it's, and this podcast has come together really weirdly. It's exactly what we're talking about. My paranoia makes me question, question everything in my head right. as people do. So I'll sit and I'll have this thought, be like, I fucking hate that. And my paranoia will be like, why do you hate why? that? Why? Yeah. And I'll go, well, I just do. And he goes, well, that's not a valid reason. And I'll go, oh, and I'll have all these, this paranoia, like everyone's looking at me, everyone's looking at me. What, oh, why do you care if they're looking at you? What, like they might be, what's your problem? And I'm like, oh, maybe I'm just nervous, but why are you nervous? Why do you, why do you care what people think about you? I'm like, oh, it's my job to care. And they're like, yeah, but you're not at work just now. So why do you care what random people are looking at you? And I'm, I really enjoy that internal debate in my head. Well, so this is an interesting thing because, uh, and again, the, the reason I say that I'm, I'm fine with the weed thing, when I talk about other drugs on this podcast, I always do it with the proviso that like, you know, the, a you don't know where this shit's from. B yeah. you don't know what the circumstance is. You don't know what's going to do to you. Like there's all like you know, there's a myriad of different things. I've only ever taken other drugs at music festivals because I and when I say other drugs, I mean 
uh, like the two CB that I took the acid. Right. Yeah. Well, but like I mean, again, I I don't I don't really want to get bogged down in it because I, there is a part of me that doesn't like to like talk about it in an endorsing way because I think oh, no, no, of course. every adult has choice. the right to make their own decisions. Yeah. But I don't want to be here like, hey, everybody should be doing no. this thing. Do not do it if you don't want to so, do it. Well, I mean, my big thing is always handle your high. Regardless of what your high is, don't let... If the thing that you're doing... Like, I mean, ice, for example, meth, right? Right. It's just fucking up people's lives. Yeah. Don't take it. It's a fucking shit drug that chances are will fucking end up fucking up your life. And if you do take it, like, it's... don't take it's anything. Not a, nobody's nobody like it's not social. Like uh, right. marijuana is very social. Shrooms I've never done, but apparently social. Uh, you know, pills and MDMA. Those are good for nights out because those are so they make you love everyone. Right. But nobody's ever had in any situation. Just like, oh, do you want me to get out the crack pipe? Yeah, you know, it'd Let's be great. Just, we should uh, not sleep for three days and masturbate furiously for 15 hours. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that right now. That seems yeah. like a great yeah. idea. Like, and then lose our entire existence like, in this just, horrible fucking yeah. debilitating drug. But the problem is, uh, you said meth is shit. It's the same thing. Meth isn't... I've never done it, obviously, but meth isn't shit. No, there's heroin. The point is, meth and heroin are so good right. yeah, yeah, yeah. that... Like I, I have a mate that's um, uh, that's done it. I will mention. He's like, look, the thing about heroin is it's so good yeah. that you will ruin your life for it, and that's what right. a lot of people don't understand. This when her- when smackheads get a bad reputation, they're like, oh, you're just smackheads. You're like, you don't understand what addiction is. Right. Addiction is a le- addiction is a lot like depression in the fact that it's a legitimate thing that can destroy a life, but has this bullshit negative connotation around it like depression's got this right well it's it's one of those things where i think when it comes to addiction people always go well why don't you stop you did it but also people go you are the person who did that thing to yourself in the first place yeah. you know yeah. and i under, look i again to, to go into this like a, a, a little bit in more detail i'm very lucky that I don't have an addictive personality. Yeah. I understand that there are people and I, friends of mine- I have an absolute have ex- addictive personality. Yeah, and I'm the opposite. Yeah. I'm just that guy that can, like even with like the pot that I smoke yeah. like most of the time, yeah. I, if I have to go somewhere for two weeks and not, and do, it. not do it, it's just, yeah. I can just do that. Like yeah. I can go out with, I, I can, the same, I can go out with, uh, the time I realized I wasn't a stoner was because I've been smoking weed most of the time. And then I, I did go away for two weeks. I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to handle it. And it was absolutely fine. I was yeah. like, oh, I'm not addicted to it. I just really, 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 really like right. it. And now that's not the same for everybody. People do get addicted yeah, to things. Absolutely. And like, I've, it's the same with like, you know, cigarettes, all those sort of things, whatever. I've always been lucky that I'm just the sort of person to go, yeah, I'm done with this now. Or mm. I, so I like partied in my 20s. Like there was definitely a period of time and it was the era of like ecstasy and yeah. like that. That was, yeah, the era that I was going through yeah. and it, and like, you know, I'm not going to go into details, but like definitely had like yeah, yeah, of course. some yeah, big years. And, but now I literally like, I'm just, I'm older and I'm past that and mm. it's not my thing. The only time that I have like drug experiences now are genuinely about me unlocking some part of me or trying to do it in sort of like a, you know, cause using it in that way. Yeah. And so that's when like things like mushrooms and acid and DMT is I, the big one. I want to do DMT, but I also don't. I have a such a fear. Of, I've watched the documentary. I know a lot about it. DMT, for the, if anyone's listening that doesn't want DMT, quick explanation of it. It's the chemical that your brain naturally makes when you dream. And what happens is when you die, that gland pretty much explodes. And that's what takes you over. So that's the, that's the theory of where heaven came from. And the fact that this thing that makes you dream, it stops time. And people have taken it... Uh, 
just say the same thing. That's the weird thing about the drug is pretty much everyone has the same experience. You can Google if uh, you want to because they compose music specifically for the experience. Yep. They uh, there's a lot of people who like write about their experiences, mm-hmm. and there's kind of there's a there's kind of almost like four areas that, it, that yeah. almost every single person sees some version yeah, yeah, of this yeah. thing. Yeah. Like it's, it's my friend had one. He was like he'd never seen a picture of uh, he'd done DMT for the first time. And he went online after the experience and Googled it. And someone had drawn the exact picture of exactly what he saw. Right. And he was like, this is... And it wasn't just colors and spirals and shit. It was a particular yep. uh, sort of God. And that's why I'm scared. I want to do DMT because I, I like to... That's challenging your opinion. Right. Taking that drug and opening your mind to this spirituality, which I'm so closed off to, this is a spiritual drug. It'll make me question things. But what I've seen is a lot of people... It's not like we were like, hey, just try it. People go, DMT will change your life. Like, you will begin to question everything, and I'm not sure I'm comfortable to do that yet. Right, so here's what I'm going to say to you. Yeah. DMT will change your life. <laughs> <laughs> here's some right now. <laughs> have you done it? I have. Yeah. And in oh, that, well, no, 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 that makes me feel better because you seem normal. Right. You're fine. But... I understand the thing that you have said and I did it for that reason. Like I, there is a part of me that wants to challenge, like I want to know the reason I think that I do what I do and the reason that I do this podcast and the reason that I, you know, that we are investigating the world. Like yeah. I, I do comedy as much for what I learn about myself from doing yeah. comedy. Yeah. I was trying to explain it to a journalist the other day. They were, I was doing some press for a thing in Australia and they were asking me about being over here and doing gigs and like what I got out of it. And I said, I think I just like I mean it's therapy. Yeah, but it's not even that. It's like it's I think I chose to be a comedian because people think it's scary. Like mm. I, I you know I can't do like I mean I I always I like the idea of doing something that's scary. Now mm. I can't jump out of planes or do whatever like other scary things that you know people do. For me the idea I was like oh, this is a scary thing that I could do. Yeah. And I think I like that it's scary because it teaches me a lot about myself. There's constant failure, there's yeah. constant doubting. Hum- there's constant humility, there's constant questioning of every single mm. thing that you do and and mm. you're very aware of your society because you're constantly trying on the lookout yeah, yeah. of like what do I think about this. So I enjoy that aspect of it. And for, for the limited drug experiences I, that I now have as an adult, they all fit into that category of that's what I'm looking for. You know, like, you know, I want to go to the desert with some friends and take mushrooms and like really kind of, you know, think about life and the world and, you know, where I fit into it or whatever. So a friend of mine who has been on this podcast, I won't say his name until he comes back on the podcast and he, I'm sure that he would be very comfortable yeah, yeah, with yeah, me talking you, about it's this. It's not your, it's exactly, but that's his. It's a minor version of right. the nude photos leaks, which yep. is, it's not your information to divulge. So it's his, um, it's his, uh, he's done it a bit before and he's the guy who knows all about the music and the experience and blah, blah, blah. And he said, cause we've had conversations about, yeah, these sort of topics. He said, I think you will really like, you know, mm-hmm. enjoy this experience. So I thought, oh, well, that's like a, it's a, that's a nice environment to do it with somebody who like essentially is like your guide yeah. through this experience, you know, who's done it before and knows what it's going to be like. Uh, admittedly, because uh, we were in uh, Portland at the time uh, and uh, we were at the Bridgetown Comedy Festival and on the back of the... So at the Bridgetown Comedy Festival, all the comedians stay in the same hotel. Oh, they yeah, book so out an like entire Montreal. hotel and they all stay there. Yeah. But, but Br- Br- Bridgetown's fun. Yeah. Like, so it's a fun version of Montreal. Yeah. And so in the middle of this thing though, we're in the middle of the hotel, that's where like the nightclub-y yeah. like after hours thing is, right? It goes until like five in the morning. It's next to your hotel room. Like, nice. it's, yeah, you know, yeah, so yeah, you yeah. can't sleep. You yeah. might as well go to the party, right? Yeah. 
So this last night I had done uh, a series of that festival and that town. I had more fun shows. Like, you know, when you just go to a place you've never been before and you're like, oh my God, these are my people. Yeah. yeah, right? yeah. You're like, oh, I should have been born here. Yeah. This is, yeah. And they kind of feel the same way. Yeah. They're and like, it's like, have you been all of our lives? Right. And it's just this mutual thing of like, oh, this is, oh. yeah. I had that when I went to that festival. And so it was the last night of the festival and I had the great, and I thought, you know what? I'm not going to go to the parties tonight. I'm going to go like home and I'm going to go to bed and I'm just going to like be happy about yeah. how this all went. And I, I, my idea was if I get to sleep before the party starts at 12, I might sleep through the yeah. party yeah. going on, right? So I've downloaded like something really disposable to my computer. I was like, you know, I'm going to watch like House while I fall asleep or something yeah. like that, right? So I've downloaded that my, my computer. I'm taking my pants off and as my pants are halfway down i get a message from this comedian going come to my room and so i went okay well i guess there's a change of plans yeah. <laughs> you're gonna have to wait dr house i gotta uh, put, <laughs> gotta the put the pants back, back up, up. Yeah. and i went up to his room and it, like he'd set it up and there was another guy there as well and you know he said let's do this tonight and this will be our late last night of the festival experience yeah. and i was like you know what yeah that's great I've had this really wonderful time. I'm feeling in a really great place in my life. I'm around, you know, heaps of people and in a, like a fun environment. This seems like a safe and yep. fun way to have this experience. So, uh, I've we've had the so basically there's blackboards on the back. Of, it's a hipster hotel okay, in yeah. Portland, of course. Yeah. So there's blackboards on the back of the door of every hotel room, and there's chalk, and they like you to like do drawings and stuff and send them to their website yeah. or whatever. So. Anyway, this comedian has said to me, he said, the only mistake you can make with the DMT is not taking enough because apparently you've got to like yeah, yeah, yeah. get into a certain like, yeah, And place. you can, it's one of the things where it's very hard to overdose. Right, yeah. So, But that's but that's a weird thing to hear because yeah. I'm not a... I'm the same. Whenever I take things for the first time, I'm like the smallest amount right, yeah. and then I'll leave it an hour yeah. and then I'll take maybe a bit more and yeah. Yeah, so... but. But I remember this comedian saying, he said, uh, the only mistake you can make is not take enough. So I went up to the blackboard and wrote in quotes because I thought if this is going to go wrong, I want this to be up on the wall. The only mistake you can make is... Anyway, so... That's what I I say to women before I fuck them. (laughs) And that was... I just needed to say that because the joke was there and it was in my head. Uh... (laughs) I, I always say to girls, I always say, if I'm the answer to your question, you're asking the wrong questions. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, um, so I, um, it doesn't take long. It's mm. a short experience. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's about five minutes max and it right. kicks in almost instantly. And, it's, and when it's finished... You're straight out. You're straight. Yeah. Like it's, it's a really short experience. And, but when you're in it, it it's doesn't the- feel short yeah yeah it's it's the guy that quoted from the, the documentary i watched there's a great the dmt the spirit molecule on next like hosted by joe rogan will tell you everything you need to know which is they went how long do you think you're away for and he went forever like right. there was time i went to a place where time didn't exist yeah and right. that's what everyone says yes so that is definitely part of it so uh, this comedian had the music that I was going to listen. So like it was all set up, yeah. you know, you, you lay down, you put the music in that helps guide, you know, whatever, you know, journey or whatever you're having. Mm. And the big one is, and there was a range of things that I won't go into, or I might say for when this person's, you know, mm. on, on the podcast. But the one thing is that everyone kind of says is you see, 
your own you feel your own death or you feel what it's like to die or you feel like that like you get this sort of sense of yeah, you know, how that your mm. life ends. Yeah. I don't mean like you, you see. The, oh my you god, you're like oh in the in the library with me? Professor Plum. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not like a CSI thing. Yeah. But basically, for me, what my experience was, it felt like the world. Like if you if you imagine the world being a globe mm. and it's spinning really really quickly, and you're kind of aware that you are like in this globe yeah. that's spinning quickly, and then it kind of almost just like slowed down slowly, and I kind of just like faded out of it yeah. as it slowed down and then when i was like out it just kind of sped up again and it was a genuine like all those things you're saying about those people are like you've got like yeah. i'm not saying to anyone out there that necessarily yeah. that anyone should try it but i get why yeah. people say but those you sort are of suggesting to me that i definitely should no i'm not okay. your mum okay. listens to this podcast yeah. so no. i'm not suggesting that well, no, was even one thing i uh, mentioned dmt to my mother at one point and um i explained she's i never heard of it i would say because she's a fucking narc <laughs> <laughs> you fucking square um, and I told her about it and she was like you can you can try that yeah like weirdly ask permission speaking of addiction can I go smoke oh yeah <laughs> we yeah. yeah we'll have a pause and then I came on her face okay so I'm we're like, back <laughs> <laughs> oh is that you're gonna edit that out right that was right no I'm not gonna edit that out so you picked the uh, 420 or 69 yes we're back to the yes, the Jaden Jaden Smith, Smith. Yeah, so uh, 420, so you don't have to take DMT is my point. Yep. We're going to tell you what's inside your soul through right. Jaden Smith, okay. which is much safer for everybody. Yep. Uh, so uh, 420 or 420, 420, yeah, 420, 420. Okay, all right. We're going to go with 420. Pick a Jaden is worried face. Oh, okay. So you have oh, to so pick have one to... of these faces here. Uh, you can pick any of those six faces there. Which oh. which one res- do you respond to the best? Uh, well, I, I respond to none of them well. But I mean, if we're going for the one I hate the most, let's go for that one. Okay. Or the one I hate the least, surely. Well, it's, re- it's which one do you respond to? It didn't actually say oh, well, in I a positive or negative way. Okay. It's well, like... It's the first one. You responded to the first one. We're going to go with that. Uh, all right. Pick a tree. Now, do you have a specific favourite tree anyway? Like if, if I was just going to ask you, what's your favourite tree? My family tree. No. Um, <laughs> tree beard. Um, I've just, okay, because I played Pokemon, let's go for is oak there. Oak is one. So these are your six choices. Oak, pine, big, <laughs> Groot, as in I am Groot. Oh, from- Groot. Uh, American Elm or Christmas? Groot. 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 That's Groot. such a good film. That is a good film. Yeah. How Groot good is partic- Batista in that? The wrestler who shouldn't be good at... I mean, even though it's very... Batista who, to be honest, and no disrespect to Dave Batista, um, which I believe is his name. Is he Dave? David Bautista. David Bautista. Uh like not the it wasn't even that great a rest like wrestling personality no like as in like I mean he was a fine enough wrestler yeah. and he was you know but his yeah he, like he he's, was just the hard guy he was just the it, there wasn't like he didn't, he didn't have, have the, the charisma of the rock the, yeah or or the arrogance of Stone Cold or right. the character of the Undertaker he was just like I'm fucking massive right that's my thing yeah yeah uh, but he, he and was then, so good in So good in it. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jackie Cation, who's a big comic book uh, fan, she was telling uh, telling me, or I heard her say somewhere, I'm, I can't remember which of those two it was, mm. oh, the wonderful world of confusing podcasts with yeah, real yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. So I, um, she was talking about that she thinks that group, like was even, uh, sorry, uh, that uh, Batista's character mm. was even better. Oh, wow. Like yeah, in the movie than in the comic book. And that's rare. Yeah, so, that's yeah. amazing. So, so yeah, I was I was very, very impressed. I thought he was, even though that comic compliment means literally nothing to him. 
Right. Well, but he was great. No, he was really good. And and I mean, it's such a wonderfully successful film. I. It was funny because I, I want to say it again because yeah. when I watched it, the thing that I said, uh, I really loved the second half. And yeah. I wonder if the first half I was just getting into the world. So yeah, sometimes you'd like to look at things again and go, yeah. now that I understand this whole world and what this is, well, just you, enjoy the yeah, moment. You didn't know the backstory of it right. because Guardians of the Galaxy, even the comic world, not that big a comic book. Right. Like, the fact that they chose to make that of all the other ones is a very unusual choice. So that was the same. I'm a big comic book fan, not read any Guardians of the Galaxy. And I was just like, I should read more. This is good. This right. Is... It was fun. Yeah. And yeah. funny. Yeah. Very funny. Yeah. Very funny okay. Film. Pick a philosopher. Do you have a favorite philosopher? Um, uh, well, uh, either Nietzsche. Nietzsche's not there, unfortunately. Oh. Um, I kind of, I like, I like Socrates. Uh, oh, no. I would no have thought. Socrates? I would have thought that old uh, Socrates would have been there, but uh, no. philosopher is Jaden Smith. Okay. Here, here, here are your philosophers that you get to choose from. John Locke. From uh, Lost. From Lost, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Your session, philosophy is always that yeah. you have to... <laughs> we have to get back to the island. Yeah, that's, that's what I think. That's your philosophy. Yeah, I, every day of my life, I'm like, I need to get we back, to, get the back to the island. But the island is Britain. <laughs> the island is... <laughs> <laughs> I get homesick. <laughs> uh, John Locke? Not of Lost. Uh, Confucius. Okay. Uh, Plato. Is the uh, Philosoraptor there? No, unfortunately not. Aristotle. Mm. Descartes or Descartes. Okay, here's my thing about Descartes. Uh, I hate the guy. Oh, okay. Um, We studied philosophy when I was in fifth year at high school Mm. and René Descartes. His whole thing was... was, it's it's flawed now when modern philosophers look at it, but he was the one that he decided to get rid of everything that he believed... Got rid of everything that he could doubt and just took himself. And that's when he came up with, I, I think, think therefore, therefore I am. I am. So that's yep. his big thing. He took away everything that he didn't, couldn't definitely prove and he had nothing. And the one thing he could prove was, I think, therefore, I am. Which in modern philosophy can be entirely uh, disproved because there's you, you don't know how the world works. There could be an evil demon that convinces a rock that it thinks it's a person. You don't, It's energy that you don't understand, blah, 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 blah. But his whole thing. So he did that, which was a gr- at the time amazing step in philosophy. Sure. And then his follow-up argument was that I think therefore I am, but therefore I don't know what existence, I'm paraphrasing, I don't know what existence I exist in. I could be a brain in a vial. I could be, the evil demon uh, theory was that there could be an evil demon tricking me into thinking that this is my world. And his counter-argument for that was, yeah, but God wouldn't let that happen. Oh. And for me, I was like, you just did the right. best thing yeah. and then fucked it in the ass yeah. with no lubrication. You shout on everything. <laughs> you just became this, I think therefore I am, a brilliant phrase that we sure. all know that proves existence. It. High five. And then, but God wouldn't let the bad demon <laughs> say the things. So therefore, I must exist. In the, like, you, your second album was shit. Yeah. Like, I mean, no, no, it's, it's more like one of those American pharmaceutical ads where you were like, oh my God, this is a great product. Make oh, hang sense. on, it's going give, <laughs> to yeah. give me stroke and diarrhea? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, so not Descartes then. Uh, Kanye, there you six oh, options. Okay, uh, let's go Aristotle. Aristotle, okay, here we go. And uh, okay, here we go. Was this my... This is your tweet that sums up your soul. Now, this is the description. They give you a little description first. Um, You question authority 
and you have reason to. But don't get too ahead of yourself. You still have your life to live and you don't want to overthink everything. Oh my God, this, this is, is actually very, pretty, that's very this good. This is actually pretty good. Uh, but if you do one thing in your life, it should be this. Your mother. This is the tweet. <laughs> School equals depression. Full stop. Learning plus creation equals happiness. Happiness equals art. Art equals intelligence. Intelligence equals rebellion. And rebellion is bad for the... Then he ran out of characters. <laughs> because the thing with that, that's probably the most poignant. Right. Uh, that was that's quite good. I agree Even with that. A lot actually of that actually was yeah. I but was then like... clearly didn't draft at any point. I reckon when he was typing that in my head, he's typing it, presses send, and then just keeps typing on nothing because he's so delusional. <laughs> that's a that's a decent quote. Right. You know what? That's. Yeah. I mean, the, the, what falls down is I haven't looked at the screen yet, but I bet every fucking word's capitalized at the start of it. Oh, yeah, every word's capitalized. Fucking asshole. Yep. <laughs> you fucking piece of shit. I really hate... That's one thing. I think language is a beautiful thing. And when people shit on it, like, I'm... I'm I get called oh, a grammar interesting. Here Nazi. Interesting. Nazi. Not a grammar Nazi. I won't create no. spelling online. An actual Nazi. Yeah, I'm an actual Nazi. Yeah. <laughs> uh, flex hair. Equally even to If I will... Uh, like, I, I, don't, I don't even know what I'm, I'm, I'm saying, but I'll agree with most of that. But the capitalizing the letters for mm. me is. But that's just, just his style choice. It's like no, a, it's not a style. It's, it's like uh, e. e. Cummings, uh, like you're doing all these poems with like uh, you didn't use any uppercase letters, right? That's just a style choice. No, isn't it? Yeah. Isn't that just like saying Tim Vine does his comedy in a certain sort of way and you do your comedy in a certain sort of way? Yeah, but his is, I don't need to, even though his jokes are jokes, I don't have to correct anything. Like when people say things wrong or uh, misuse, I always want to, like one of the things uh, that pisses me off. How do you feel about like, Yoda? Uh, Yoda, f- <laughs> <laughs> my favorite philosopher, had that been an option. Um, my, like I hate misuse of language and I'm guilty of it. Like, uh-huh. But I hate people to say lit- literally when they mean figuratively. So you hate me? I hate you. Well, no, I don't. I, I actually, that's not true. I just say literally all the time. I say literally all the time. All the time. But all, literally, literally all the all time. The time. <laughs> yeah. um, I, my, my dad pointed this one out to me. And once this is pointed out to you, it's going to ruin your life. Yeah. Is whenever people say on in the news goes, two airplanes were involved in a near miss today. You go, no, no, no. They did miss. Yeah. It was a near hit. It wasn't, yeah. It wasn't, if it was a near miss, right. it would have been a crash and 400 people died. Yeah. But it was a near the hit. The Twin Towers came down <laughs> in a near miss. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, hang on. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. No, no. <laughs> and speaking of September the 11th, that's my birthday. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, so there's terrorists ruined your yeah. birthday. As well, no, well. it's weird because and I, now you're hanging out with terrorists yeah, across yeah, borders. Across the border. Oh my god, it's all come full circle. I know. No, my, my, it was September my... 10 is the uh, 19th anniversary of me doing stand-up comedy. Uh, okay. Yes. So success followed by tragedy. My birth, <laughs> not 9/11. Um, my thing about 9/11 though is one of my first jokes was I was born in 9/11, and it always gets that reaction of right. You're like, and the joke was I didn't do it. It's not like my uncle came up to me and said, "What do you want for your birthday?" And I went, "Oh." I don't know, surprise me. Right. Um, but the thing I don't like about uh, the, obviously, September 11th, terrible uh, thing. 
But the day to Scottish people in particular should mean a lot. September the eleventh, back in the I, I don't know, I don't even know the century, but mm. back when Braveheart was set, sure, I think it was the the, the olden days. Yeah, the olden days, medieval times. I don't know. I don't acknowledge anything yeah. before white people got to Australia. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm our glad. prime minister. Yeah, <laughs> slam son. <laughs> hashtag owned. Hashtag yes, all women. Uh, <laughs> But it was September the 11th was the day that the Scots beat the English in the Battle of Stirling Bridge, which is the oh. film that. And so for years, when I was young, when I was right. five years old and I was in class and I learned that, I was like, my birthday's great. My birthday, I'm Scottish. This is an important day. And then 9 11 happened. I was like, ah, oh, you've kind of shot on my parade. Right. I have. Yeah. It's a very selfish thing of, because I'm going to. I'm be, also a victim. I know yeah. I'm not as much of a victim. <laughs> no, yeah. Don't get me wrong. On the list of victims, yeah. I'm near the bottom. I'm way down the bottom. I'm, <laughs> yeah. like, I'm like the person in a Marvel movie who did the special effects like yeah, I, yeah 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 you have to stay for the right. credits you have to stay because you know there's going to be like a kicker yeah, at the yeah, end about yeah. a new movie so i'm like working in a like a, an asian like uh <laughs> cgi house yeah, yeah but my name is on the moon i'm definitely yeah. there yeah. Uh, yeah but my whole thing with it was uh with the it was yeah it was it's because i'm going to be here on my birthday i'm going to mm. be in oh, yeah. america on my birthday we're just and this is one of those morbid sense of humor bits where my friend was like what do you want to do we where's good on september the 11th and it was a genuine he right. meant it sincerely he was like where can we party on september the 11th and yeah. we we're like probably nowhere that's yeah. the worst thing to go around america like if, especially if they don't like, know the context it's like your july 4 you're just like, <laughs> <laughs> they're like so uh where are we all celebrating today right. and they're like why would we celebrate we're like right. Well, because September 11th, it's a great day for all of us. Let's be honest. We're all fans <laughs> of me. But yeah, you know, yeah, you know, that, not, a, not a good day. Okay. So um, I guess we should wrap it up at some stage. Okay, uh, well, I've got only do you got have anything more, else? Right, right, we didn't even thing. get to my list. So we'll, oh, get, no. to, we'll get through your we'll list because you're not here next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here all the time. Yeah, yeah, this is my thing. Yeah. yeah. We were talking about People it, at you- home will be like, thank God you've got some new fucking stories. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, the poor fans. Um, we were talking about this just before the show about uh, faking orgasms. Oh, yeah, okay, cool. And yeah. I was saying that sometimes I will appreciate a fake orgasm mm-hmm. because, you know, it's the same thing of every kid in school's given a, here's a participation medal. Right. That's what a fake orgasm is. And Yeah, like, but I say about the, arg- the other argument, and this is why when everyone thinks I'm like a, like a you know, like when people want to label you, when yeah. people want to say you are one thing, like you're a lefty or you're yeah. like a, you're a conservative or whatever, yeah. I always find like anyone who wants to sign up to a label in the first place, I'm like, well, you've stopped thinking now, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just like a everyone's sign- different, yeah, 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 right? Like every, you know, and you should be different on like there is a part of me that is against the participation medal. Like you know, I'm a real oh, like, totally. oh no, people need to fucking learn that there's winners and fucking losers, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm, I'm the same with the faked orgasm where I'm kind of like, you know what, I appreciate it. But you're teaching people bad habits. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. if you're sleeping with some dude and like you know you fake an orgasm, you know you've you've what he you've thinks done. that yeah. worked. You've ruined sex for three more girls because right. he's <laughs> like, well, yeah. this one chick loved it. Right. You've, you've that's his move now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's finished. He's closing with that yeah. now. Men are like dogs. You need to whack them on the nose and be like, no, that's bad. That's, right. Yeah. Like if I'm bombing at a club and, and you, you all just give me a sympathy laugh to get and off then stage, I do that joke on television. Think, yeah, you're not oh, helping. Yeah. yeah. No, I think, but with the, because I've also, 
fake orgasms. This is fake this orgasms. is what we were both. Uh, yeah. We didn't know if this is something we could talk about because I don't know if oh, you're totally. allowed to talk about men faking orgasms. You said, and the thing I uh, I agree with you on most things, but the thing I disagree with you. You said that uh, <laughs> it's kind of bad if men uh, fake orgasms because uh, a lot of women, a lot of the time, women think it's um, about about them, and that's that's uh, absolutely not true in the way that. The female orgasm uh, relies on it's trust because uh, sex to to women is it's just more intimate. Of uh, course, it's more intimate. Sure. There's another human being physically inside of you. Yeah. It's all about trust. Men don't right. trust a fuck. They just need an agreement. Oh no! And I've I've talked about this before. I think that's why men. The, the penetrative nature of it is, I think, why men have a hard... I mean, there's a myriad of other reasons as well, mm. but is the reason that men have a harder time with sex than... Like, with uh, gay sex. Yeah. Because, because it's about being penetrated. Yeah. Like, and even sometimes that idea that, like, you know, like, it, that a guy fucking another guy isn't gay, but, like, uh, being fucked is gay because it's the actual penetration yeah, 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 that absolutely. is the... Absolutely. Like, it's a weird... I mean, it's... Is I that, don't think any of that's, like right or true or yeah. should be the case or whatever I'm just saying that I think that you're right there is one is sticking something in something and the other one is Letting I have something, something inside yeah. me and those I am only 99% myself unless you're fucking me in which case you're only 94% yourself right <laughs> Because my penis is large, right. uh, was the joke. Um, no, but with the I, it's fine to make fake male orgasms because because guys are like they can come at anything. We come too right. early. There are points where it's got nothing to do with the woman. If you're drunk, you'll know that sometimes. Sure. I've women like, but you're not coming. I'm like, I'm so drunk that we are two separate entities right, right now. That. And I don't think... Uh, They've had an independence yeah. vote. Yeah. He voted yes. I'm I, sorry. I, I have no just, control over this anymore. I wanted him to stay. Yeah, but... We were happy to, but, he, but you know he, what? He has his... He, he's, he's, and he's entitled to his He's opinion. entitled to his opinion. opinion. I'm not going to do... We don't always see eye to eye. <laughs> <laughs> and that's because you dress as a pirate when you have sex. It's <laughs> <laughs> always one eye to eye. Uh, uh, that's so, perfect. We can then. Okay, we're done. Um, well, no, because my uh, no, we don't have to be done. But my thing with it, I, I don't mind faking an orgasm. I've, I do it rarely, and it's always it's always obviously inside a condom, not well, on their tits. Yeah, yeah no, but it's, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's uh, no there's no way to yeah, adequately no, fake it. It's very hard. It's a lot harder for a man to fake an orgasm because right, here's why. It's a lot harder for a man to fake an orgasm yeah. because Two every reasons. woman has seen a guy come, right. and very few men have seen a woman come. Right. So women, they've made all the most yeah. of the guys they've slept with come. So they're like, oh, that's a genuine orgasm. Yeah. Whereas guys, a lot of the time, you've got no idea whether any right. orgasm you've given was. Yeah, because there's no proof of a female. But it's orgasm. yeah, it's outside. You're it's outside yeah. inside again. Yeah, and you know, like it really is that sort of thing of going. It's internal versus external. You know, mm -hmm. like yeah. so. No, no. I, I mean, but that's it's. It is a weird thing to to admit because you're not meant to like. Mm -hmm. It's always meant to be like, oh, I was on the tram and I just like came because oh, it was just, rumbling oh, in the yeah, right way or whatever. Fucking man. But sometimes you're just like, I think doesn't, I'd like to go to sleep now. Yeah, I'm tired. I wanna like I get I'm like, just if we could just I'll fuck you in the morning. Like we'll also I'll fuck you in the morning. It's a we'll have sex in the morning. It's a much as opposed to I'll that's exactly the problem we were just talking about. Like, I'll fuck you. you. Yeah. Like I do to my hand, but right. you're a person now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll have sex yeah, in the morning. We can share some sort of intimate experience yeah. together in the morning. Yeah, yeah. But like I don't mind and I've done it rarely, but it is that thing of Sometimes it's necessary because you're tired and you right. want to go to bed. Right. And because 
Because no, it's always sex is always until the guy comes. Because if a girl comes, you can still have sex oh, all yeah, the yeah. time. I mean, Whereas yeah. If a guy comes, but oh yeah, we're get, done. That's yep. Mission complete. Right. Game over. George Bush is dropping a banner on a boat. <laughs> <laughs> like she's at the end of it. I don't know if about you, but whenever I come, a woman smashes a champagne glass off my dick. Oh um, yeah, of course. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, we make ourselves laugh, and that's all that's important. <laughs> well, if people have listened this far. Anyway, uh, so uh, thanks for being on the podcast, Daniel. As it's always, always a pleasure. So much fun. Uh, people can find you to tell you that you're awesome on the podcast at, at Daniel Sloss. Is that, oh, Dan, no, Daniel Underst- underscore yeah, yeah, Sloss. Yeah. That's right, yes. I knew that it wasn't. Daniel underscore Sloss. Um, they can find your comedy on the internet, like on yeah. YouTube and stuff like oh, that, if they the want to. Yeah, the comedy and the TED Talk and all that stuff. Oh, the TED Talk. The yeah, TED of course. Talk, I'll be looking up that. Yeah. Um, uh, what else? What else can we tell people about? Have you got like gigs or dates or like um, anything that you're doing that you can plug? Uh, I have. I'm doing my Scottish tour soon. So that's just for people in Scotland. I'm right. also doing my. Which Europe. there are some Scottish yeah. listeners. I know you joked earlier that there was only one your mum. No, no. But, but I met a few of them when I was in Scotland. Yeah. So. So I'll, I'll be doing a tour in the uh in scotland in september october oh no yeah it's september october and then also i'll be doing a european tour in october november okay that's, so that's fantastic. like austria sweden norway and, oh. and, and like 15 15 cities 15 different cities so we're going to quite a few places so who so hang on you like when you go to those places where are you where do you play in those places this is our this is our first time doing a european tour i've done that uh, sweden and norway and austria and switzerland before yeah. and well uh, you've got a strong look yeah, yeah, like, yeah. The, you know. my people. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, it's, like, it's a homecoming he's like, gig. He's like us with an accent. This <laughs> yeah. is brilliant. Um, but I genuinely, I've got no idea. I've had okay. people say they people bought it. We're doing like in in Romania and Croatia and Paris and Rome. And so why are those? How do those people know you? How are I they coming the, to thing, your? We don't. We right. don't know. Like we're we're playing venues. They might not sell any tickets because it's an obviously an English speaking gig. Yeah. And so I have no idea. This could either be an amazing tour because in Sweden and Norway the gigs there are just phenomenal. Right. They get the, they they're so intelligent that they just get the language and they go with it and it's phenomenal so those gigs i'm not worried about but it's the places i've never been fucking bulgaria romania i'm like how uh well are they how good are they at speaking english and understanding english is it going to translate at all or am i genuinely going to another country to die in my hole and either way it's a great story oh yeah 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 it's gonna be a great story but uh yeah so there's that happening and but again that goes back to that thing i was just talking about before of like why we do this yeah like you do it because you're like well let's see i'm just a bit sadistic let's just see where this goes i mean i'm hoping it'll be good yeah but if it's not good i'm also okay with that yeah yeah, yeah, like you know like that's the it's the horrible thing about being a comedian is in fact no it's the great thing about being a comedian whenever something bad happens to you there's always a bit of your brain that goes 10 minutes right oh my god <laughs> new show like seriously like in the months before like a comedy festival tour like yeah. you know when i'm starting a show i'm praying for bad shit to happen to me yeah yeah like that mexico story that i've genuinely told that i'm like i'm probably gonna have to turn that into a bit at one point right because it was so scary exactly oh yeah. Uh, yeah of course um all right and they can also see us doing a gig together if you're in la in fact this is a big one for uh faux fop listeners mm. because uh, we are doing set list together at UCB yep. uh, on the 12th that's the day after your birthday, birthday. Uh, and we will be doing uh, that show Lindsay Webb who's also yep. been on this podcast is on that show yep. uh, Matt Kirsten who yep. also does this podcast regularly is on that show as well Isla so Schlesinger is also she on. has not done this podcast no, she's not but she's but she's great yeah. she, uh, so and also just as a warning if you are coming to that gig I will be quite drunk because I'm not allowed to get drunk on my birthday because I have important meetings on the Friday and 
and September 11th. Yeah, and I'm, I refuse to. Turned out that. you couldn't get a party venue. It couldn't. It was all booked. No, it uh, was the first floor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can. Oh, come on. That's that's good. That's good. Oh no, I'm just. Hey, no, hey, hey, I'm enjoying all the jokes. <laughs> I'm just giving the reactions I know I'm meant to give. <laughs> sure. Uh, so yeah, but I'll be I'll be doing that gig quite drunk. Well, me too, probably because I'm going to come to dinner gonna with come you to, beforehand. Yeah. That'll be fun. It'll be great. So like, if you if you're in LA and you're a fan of the podcast, that in particular will be yeah. a night where you can yeah. see a whole bunch of people who. Yeah. who and do if you want to come see me and Will not finish stories live to each other in g- general conversation, right? <laughs> it's like a live podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah I mean. You know, yeah. if you want. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, hey, I've got a big American tour. I put all the dates on the front of the Matt Kirshen podcast that came out a couple of days ago. So if you want specifics, otherwise you can go to willanderson.com.au. But the only one I'm going to really plug now because it's the first one. And so I want to get people uh, interested in that is uh, on the 18th through the 20th, I will be at Parlor Live in Seattle. Uh, last time I was uh, at the Bellevue Club and I'm at the, the downtown Seattle Club this time, uh, which I'm very excited about. So if you're in Seattle or if you are somewhere near Seattle and you want to come and see the show, um, I've got heaps of new stuff. So you're not going to be seeing all the same stuff you saw last time or anything like that. So um, uh, that would be fantastic. Uh, and then there's a bunch of dates all over the States. And of course, um, back in Australia, Darwin, Perth, Kalgoorlie, Sydney, a whole bunch of different things. But yeah, like I said, all the dates, willanderson.com.au. Oh, and I should mention this. Um uh, that uh, you can follow my mother on Twitter. You can follow Daniel's mother on Twitter. There's a nice photo of you and your mum as your Twitter. Is that still your Twitter yeah, avatar it's at the also moment? Background on my phone. It's a very nice little photo. Yes. I was I, I did post it to the Facebook page so people could see you and your mum. Um, so uh, LA Podcast Festival. Charlie, the original yep. Charlie, and Dave Anthony, guest Charlie number one. Done over fifty episodes of this. He's guest Charlie number one together. The two time streams yeah. are coming back together. Tofop and Fofop meet what together live at the LA podcast. So if you didn't believe in the second coming of Christ, right? God, were you wrong? Right. <laughs> oh, I love that sentence. God, it's so right on every level. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so. Uh, that's going to be huge if you can't make it to LA obviously a lot of the people listening to this podcast can't make it to LA there's going to be a live stream so I think for about 35 bucks I don't know what the exact stats are I'll tell you when I find out about them but I think for about 35 bucks you can watch the entire weekend of podcasts and there's like some of the biggest podcasts in the world are at that thing so if you're a big podcast fan you can live stream them all for like a like all weekend past mm. but if you want to specifically just listen uh, watch and listen to our show like it'll just be a one-off fee like a five or seven dollars yeah. or whatever to do that so uh we get a kickback from that so if you want to support the podcast then that's a good way to do it um but you don't have to but you know be your own person be your own person make your own decisions yeah. please don't but think, do come see us please don't think that this podcast is in any way a manifest though yeah, yeah you know i don't yeah. want people to sit here and go this is how he believes that we should live oh yeah you gotta remember most of the, most of what we've done today is brain farts yes it's like the thing that i mean okay here's the thing one more thing i'm gonna put a little bit more wine in your glass okay. and then i'll just i'll finish this thought but this is the thing i've been thinking about a lot i've been writing over the last week or so and one of the things I continually come back to is this idea of how little we acknowledge that we are all different people. Mm. Like how insane it is that the rules, we expect the same rules to same be rules useful. for everybody. You go, no, that makes no sense. You can live in a house with someone. You can be in a relationship with someone who 
the same rules don't benefit yeah. the two of you or yeah. don't apply to the same t- the two for, of you. For example, you, because we're friends, yeah. can call me a piece of shit. You can, we, you can insult me. But a stranger in the street who you can't come out to me but like, you're a fucking asshole. Right. Different rules for different people because it depends on the context. I think about this a lot in relation to politics and the way people vote. And I know that, you know, with the Scottish independence thing, you've been pretty careful to go, you know, like, hey... You know, I have my own opinions, but they... They shouldn't affect you. Right. And that's why I've not voiced it. Because they don't have... Like, because you aren't them. Yeah. Right? And this is, like, when it comes to things like politics, is, like, I find it really weird when people think that what is right for one person would be right for the other person. I don't say to people that you should vote the way that I vote, not that I reveal the way that I vote, but it's... Right wing. Yeah. (laughs) Really, really right wing. Get them out! Uh, not for not for either of the majors. I, I'm pretty I'm pretty willing to put that yeah, on the record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but um, but I don't believe that people should like. I am in a position where in Australia, like I, if I was concerned mostly about my finances, if the over, if the overwhelming thing that uh, well, firstly, I wouldn't have a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what, you mean this massive cash cow? Right. <laughs> Secondly, I wouldn't have given up my TV show yeah. to, to do club dates in America. Yeah. Uh, but thirdly, like I I earn, have earned enough money for a, a considerable period of time that I am in the top tax bracket. The The policies economically of the liberal government, that's what they call, the, but they're not liberal. They're, no, but they, they're, get, they get tax breaks to right, the higher earners, which right. is... Yeah, I get. I'm the same boat, which is I get. I I'm in a high bracket, and I get taxed a lot. And people go, "Does that not piss you up?" And I go, "No, because that's how the world works. Right. So like, of course I earn more. Therefore, of course I should pay more. Right. That's maths. Like, it makes no sense that the people who earn less pay more. And the of course I should be taxed at a much higher percentage. Of course, because even after that, I'm still earning. I've a still good got heaps. It's not like it's. It's not like right. it's. It's not like it's going down to fucking 10 grand a year i'm still earning money that i can comfortably live on so what i also realize about myself is i have the luxury i have the financial luxury to make decisions about how i vote or how i see my life based on things other than that people might be in situations where they're generally like no i need to vote for these guys because Mm. with my small business or my blah 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 but then again there's also there's also rich assholes who earn shitloads and then vote for the guy giving them tax breaks Oh, absolutely. Of course. Yeah, no, that I mean that happens like probably more than the yeah, other yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. Any guy earning a million is like, well, I want to keep right. most of my million because I earned it. But my point is this that any the way that people should vote, someone asked me recently in the Australian election, they're like, who should we vote for? And I said, quite honestly, like and it was like a FM radio funny interview. Mm. But you know one of those moments where I was just like, Okay, honestly, this is what I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which is important. Like sit at home and Think about the things that you think are most important in the world. Now, for you, that might be number one, your kids going to a good school. Or for you, it might be my job is in this industry and yeah, this and government this is not going to blah, blah, blah. Or it or might for, be I believe in gay rights. I or the envi- in environment. Or the, or the environment. Right. Yeah. It could be any of those things. What you should do is like find out what's most important to you yeah. and then go in, find the people who best represent 
that no one's going to cover everything by the way like that's the thing no. about government which is who best go, represent they go that? I'm, the, I'm this part yeah. and you go you can't surely one person can't have the exact same opinions I agree with different opinions from different people right. but the important thing the main thing is fucking vote right that's the so that is really important but vote in a good way don't mm. vote in a blind way mm. don't sign up to a team and tick their box think about genuinely mm. I, it was confronting to me last time i voted in australia because i'll tell you why because i did this i voted for a party in australia last time that i did not think that i was going to vote for before i went mm. into i didn't actually know who i was going to vote for because we're in such a terrible time in australian politics that you really there isn't any good I, I still don't know like, how I'm going to vote on independence. Right. So, and that's in that's in a week. Yeah. We have like I mean it was terrible, yeah. right? Like it, there was no good choices. So I went through my exercise. I listed the things in order that I genuinely believed in and I went through each of the party's positions and I voted for the party that best mm. represented that. Now, it may be a party that people expect that I voted for. It probably is the one that people would most point and go, "You, know, you probably voted mm. for the and it was, but it wasn't who I thought I would vote for. Because yeah. I have many of the same reservations as you're painting me with for that thought. Yeah. Certainly wasn't one of the major parties because they were both terrible. But I think that if everybody just did that, I respect whatever your choice is. Yeah. The only thing I don't respect are the people who have that blind allegiance to... Because the way the world is being fucked is by people signing up to something they think they believe in without questioning yeah. it. And... The, like America's the best example where like the Republicans who are fucking poor people like have all these states where the people who are being most fucked vote for them almost exclusively yeah, 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 and yeah. you're like what sort of dysfunctional relationship yeah. are you in you don't know him like I do he loves me right yeah, yeah it's that well, I don't mind if you make your list and you go these are the things that are most important to me and that number one on that list can be I want to make heaps of money that's fine if that's your number one priority honest, yeah that's, I'm totally fine with that. You have the right as a human being to make that choice. Yeah. But I just think we would have better politics if people did that. They voted for the things they Vote actually selfishly. believed in. Of course. Vote, Vote selfishly. selfishly. Yeah. Like it's like, but think about it. But think, think about it and vote selfishly. Yeah. Like, and just just as very quickly one, like in the UK in the recent elections, there's a party called UKIP who are this uh, racist party. They'll say they're not racist. They're fucking racist. Nigel Farage is a piece of shit. It's all about immigration. It's all about this. It's all about them and us, them and us, them and us coming over here, blah, 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 blah. Now, obviously, the British politics is in a bad state right now. So there was a lot of people, and I I'm, I was guilty of this a couple of years ago, which who just went as a protest, didn't go out and vote. They were like, you know what? I, I don't want any of the parties, so I'm not going to go out and vote. And I used, to, I used to do that. And here's why, if that's what you think, here's why you are wrong. Right. You need to go out. Everyone needs to vote because even though you don't particularly care or you don't, you're like, oh, one vote won't make a difference. The point is there are smart people that vote smart and there are dumb people that vote dumb. And then there are people, most of us, who just vote like we said on the thing that's important to us. But the reason you need to do that is because your vote isn't for the evil party. Right. Your vote's for one of the other less evil ones, which is none of them are fucking great, but your vote but your vote counts because your vote then turns down the percentage. That's why UKIP got a seat, because there were so many people going right. in there who didn't vote. All the morons went in, and I will say morons, if you voted for UKIP, you are a piece of shit. because um, your arguments are so diluted and make no sense and you're entirely wrong. They went in and voted, and people and people who were sensible and against it voted for this party, but then it met in the middle, and that still included that. Yeah. Whereas if even if you don't think your vote is worth something, your vote think about this, your vote cancels out a stupid person's right. vote. And that's important. So 
uh, I certainly did not invent this phrase. I don't know who it's attributable to, but like just, you know, so people know I'm not yeah. quoting this as my own. But I do believe it to be true that if you don't vote, you're voting. If you don't vote, you're voting for the status quo. If you don't vote, you're saying things are okay how they are right now. And here's what I'm going to fucking tell you. Things are not okay how they are right now. And there is, it is not like, you know, again, that quote about democracy being the least worst system. Mm. And it is. There are so many flaws with the way we're doing democracy. And there are so many flaws with the way that the free market is operating and and the world is going. We have to engage in the process and question these things and keep people accountable because in bad times people take more from you but they never give it back in good times. And if we don't fight for things we lose them forever. Yeah. Anyway, uh, check us out on our comedy tours, telling <laughs> dick jokes to strangers. I, I We're love really the... changing the world. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, uh, just vote for us. Just, uh, just vote for us. Just, just I mean, uh, next election, just write a little extra box underneath, which is right. totally fine. And just write, yeah, just... Will Anderson and Daniel Sloth are going to change the world. And we're going to do it so stoned. <laughs> <laughs> hey, fo-fote. <laughs> <laughs> hey, <laughs>